Give 100% to everything you do and never give up. Ladies, gentlemen and variations thereupon, thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts. This is finally the 100th episode of Modern Escape. Welcome to the show. My name is Kenny, but you all know me as Oodles. Joining me today, we have Andrew, but you all know him as Biggie. Hello. Joe, but you all know her as Candy. Hello. Michael, but you all know him as Gadget. It's wrong you saying my real name. (laughs) It does feel weird, doesn't it? It, it, It's like it's dirty. (laughs) And Stuart, but you all know him as Stig. And together, we are modern escapism. I thought I'd say hello. You just said it. No. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, before we move on, so I never thought we'd get this far in our quest for global procrastination, but here we are, 100 episodes kind of later, and over (laughs) 12,000 hours of content we've reached, our centenary now, finally. Can I just say thank you to this team for trusting in the vision? Congratulations on all the other activities that have spawned from this show. And thank you, dear listener, and especially the patrons for supporting us for so very long. But good times cannot last. And with a heavy heart, I regret to announce that this is just the fucking beginning. It's time for Biggie's Breaking News. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. Your shit's in then, didn't you? No. <laughs> I've got score sheet, but I can give gun. <laughs> it's been 84 years. No. Um, so, moving on. Uh, gorgeous like action it. adventure. Is it Kena, Bridge of Spirits, or Kenna? Yeah. Is Kena. Is getting a major update, including a new game plus mode, and it's coming to Steam. I know one person at least is happy about that. The game will receive a free anniversary update on September the 27th, which includes the new game plus, Charm Stones, Spirit Guide Trials, Kena Outfits, accessibility features on the same day the game will get a Steam release, having previously been an Epic Game Store PC exclusive. There you go. Oh, wow. I'm excited for that. It's a gorgeous Google's game. Right? Right. Cle- clearly not. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it, it 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 had a good run on the PS5. Like people seemed to like it when it dropped. It was one of the early PS5 games. Yeah, but is that a really pretty game? Do you remember we, when we looked at the um yeah uh, the PS like a Pixar film? Isn't yeah, it? the PS mm-hmm. Store, um, not PS Store, the PS, uh, Sony's big event thing that they do. State of Play. Yeah, I I know of the game. It's the one with the girl with the stick and the little creatures. Right. Yeah. Just a game. The game I've never. Looked into. I've heard it's good though. Not enough Japanese girls in little dresses. <laughs> <laughs> no, Put that on the box. To my <laughs> That's a quote for the box, isn't it? 
Yeah. Now, I, I, uh, I, I have thought about getting this on Epic and PS5, but I just... Steam Deck, baby. You're enjoying a little bit of kit, aren't you? Speaking of Sony, um, they're being sued for $5 billion amid claims it's ripped off 9 million consumers. So Sony PlayStation is being sued. Uh, the legal claim is a collection against the gaming company bought by consumer rights champion Alex Neal. It accuses the company of a breach of competition law by abusing its market power to impose unfair terms and conditions on game developers and publishers, forcing up the price for consumers. Um, yeah, I've been banging on about this bloody ages. It allegedly ripped off people off by charging a 30% commission on every digital game in-game purchase made through the store. And I, I think the pricing still hasn't been looked at with the fact that a lot of people go digital now. It's it's just crazy. The pricing is shit. Awful. It makes no sense. Awful. I just I don't understand how it's like they end up costing more than a physical release. That makes no sense to me. Because they can. Mm. Yeah. I know because they can, but yeah. it's <laughs> that's what I mean. It people are going, why? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But like why? Steam and Epic, uh, Xbox, even they they don't charge as much as Sony for digital releases. Just makes yeah, no sense. I agree. I agree with this. This just it's just greed. It's got to be. I think. Uh, well, I think the the other main problem with the way the Sony store works is they are very slow to discount games, whether it's their own games or not. Like, there's a lot of a lot of situations where if you look on the Xbox store and you look on the PlayStation store at the same game, there'll be two different prices because the PlayStation store will keep it high. Like, I still I think, um, I think I remember looking at one point like Sekiro was thirty quid on the Xbox Store and it was forty five pound on the PlayStation Store. Mm. You stayed that mm. way for a long time. Yeah, it did. last it gen did. game. No one's bought it in two years, you know. <laughs> like, but the Xbox Store, after a certain period of time, will just naturally discount stuff to a point, and then there's the sales. I know it boils down to like, uh, like um, license, uh, how much it costs to license to and sell to certain outlets and stuff. Because look at Steam; it must, it must be the cheapest place to release a game because. Some games just drop down so quick and so fast. And I get all these other companies like, oh, yeah, it's going to be 70 quid because Sony charges a fucking arm and a leg. It's got to be that, hasn't it? It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I mean, digital because there's no, there's no production to it. There's no, you don't have to make a box. I mean, Re- Returnal's still 70 pounds. Mm. Yeah, for PC. I still don't games, think Sony is. Sorry, good. Sorry, Biggie. <laughs> there's loads of um, <laughs> PC websites where you can go and get codes for Steam. You know, it's. Ridiculous pricing and get them really cheap. You can't do that with Sony PlayStation. Very few no, games no, can you they, purchase. They, they, they deliberately keep keep things off the grey market. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. But I don't think Sorry. Sony are as guilty as Nintendo for things just never going <laughs> no, down. No. Nintendo just no, no one is, no one is. No, but you can't say anything bad about Nintendo, can you? Nope. As he rolls his eyes to the back of his head. <laughs> 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 Leave Nintendo alone. How's that Mario Kart Nine looking? Oh, it's not that. I just I think people's <laughs> defense of Nintendo is pathetic at times. They just seem to get a free pass mm. all the time. And speaking of Sony, as if that wasn't bad enough, they've just announced they're increasing the price of the PS5 console in <laughs> territories like Europe, UK, <laughs> Japan, China, Canada, but weirdly not the States. This is apparently, according to Jim Ryan, is due to high global inflation rates as well as the adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, 
Sony has made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price. Now let me tell you the truth of what's actually happened. They've decided, oh, we've made more now. We've got loads to sell and we need to recuperate that loss. Yeah. Let's put it on. That's the the real reason. The the funniest part of that story was like the day after, like um, Phil Phil Spencer um, and uh, I can't remember who it is, but like the CEO of um, Nintendo, they both came out and went, yeah, no, we're not doing that. Mm. Don't need to. It might have been, it might have been, it might have been you guys, or Stig, or one of you. You said months ago when this, when they were saying that they were putting up the VR, the PlayStation VR up and stuff, and Oculus and stuff like that, something gotcha. along those lines. Yeah. That, that, that people are going to follow suit, and they are, aren't they? Because even yeah. phones, phone companies, they're, they're going back up as well. I think they're recuperating losses for the pandemic, me. I can't think in history of this ever happening before. I can't think of one console that has ever got more expensive as it's got. It's two years old now. Mm. Yeah, no, you, you, the price increases tend to come between generations of things. Yeah. Rather than on the same thing. They only go back like up in it, price when it's like a collector's item, don't they? Right. Yeah, yeah. years later, yeah. decades later. Well yeah, well, well, yeah, but even then it just goes up to the recommended retail price, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but like you know, if if say if Sony were releasing like a I don't know a PS5 Pro or whatever, and they said this one's going to be five fifty this time as opposed to four fifty, yeah. most people would be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But this is just this is just a shitty move, especially considering like the excuse Jim Ryan's given, the others aren't doing it. The others in the same <laughs> space aren't doing it. It's just stupid. It's just greedy. I remember seeing when when I when I'm looking to get my PS5 and same day they're like a PS4 Pro wasn't. Not even far off the same price as a new PS5. I was like, what's going on? What's happening? The the PS Pro stuck around like 350 for its entire life. Stupid. Stupid. Same price as the PS5 digital. And it's going up uh, £30 for both editions. That's with the Blu ray drive or not. That's huge. That's massive. Uh, 50 uh, euros in uh, Europe. And uh, yeah, I've also noticed that um, that'll put. The machine at four hundred and seventy nine ninety nine. If you're going for the Blu-ray disc drive, and Sony have also have announced that there's going to be a, a lot from them, but from um, Samsung, who recently got approved um, for the two terabyte official hard drive upgrade. There's another version of that coming out, and you can get a two terabyte for something like three hundred and seventy quid. So imagine buying the console and then wanting to upgrade it. You're spending just short of a thousand pounds, I guess. Cheaper than a PC, a PC still. <laughs> well, just doesn't no, do as much. It doesn't do as much though. Get a beefy PC for a lot less. Yeah. Than that. yeah. At that no, point, just true. get a PC. Uh, yeah, if you are spending that much, what are you doing getting a PS Five? It's stupid. To come back, the negativity like paid off now. Sony have also confirmed on Twitter that the PS VR Two will be releasing early 2023. So that's more dodge coming uh, their way as well. I'm so. Still putting it down. That's going to be four hundred quid. Of course it is. Can't see them putting that out for, for nailed on. No, it's it, they're not going to put it anywhere near the price of the of uh, the Meta Quest. They'll, they'll they'll throw a free a free game in with, it and they'll, that's how they'll justify it. It'll come as a bundle. Oh, yeah, it'll, it'll come like as a, a bundle, won't it? Yeah. I mean, nah, it'll be like it'll it'll be another Astro's Astro's Playroom. Yeah, more, it'll be another Astro thing. More Astro, more Astro. Yeah. It will. It will. It's worth, exactly worth four hundred pounds. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's, it's absolutely stupid. Especially as the PC versions of the VRs, they can do a heck of a lot more. Especially with mods and stuff like that. It was so much more powerful. Even the one that's not attached to the Quest, Quest Two. You know what I mean? 
Quest, Quest 2 over Air Link's the best of both worlds. No wires yeah, and it it's is. on the PC. Of course it is. It's, it's fucking great. Yeah, I, I, I... Even though they've upgraded everything on it, like, significantly, you know, the camera, the the, the yeah. hands, the controllers, the screen and everything, everything is significantly updated. Just don't have the faith in Sony to follow it through and no. No. developers to do games, whereas on Steam, you will get silly five pound games that are really good fun mm. for yeah. a few hours and yeah yeah that was worth five pounds even if they're just experiences at that price you don't care mm. yeah. yeah or like you said with the mods like yeah. synth yeah. synth riders and beat saber you can play that for it forever because turn it into something the, else yeah because the community constantly brings out content for it mm. exactly. there's a vr mod for half-life 2 coming out next week you know i'm there's going a, to be banging to that there's a mod yeah. for uh, beat saber now if you do own beat saber please get this mod and film yourself doing it of the rant of Christian Bale. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> I, saw it, I saw it on YouTube every day. I was like, I was like, yeah, I had to do. I saw it on YouTube and I thought, this is sensate. It looks hard. It looks at hard level to do. <laughs> no, no, Just no, both. no, no. Yeah. Just both ones. No, no, yeah. no. Like Got to do that. No, 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 no. If you do that daily, <laughs> if you do that daily, you'll, you'll, you'll be fucking eight stone in a month. <laughs> <laughs> You were like him in the machinist. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Moving on. Um, Disgaea 7 has been announced for PS5, PS4, and Switch and being released in January yes. next year. In, in Japan. Japan the anime girls and little dresses thing. In Japan, though. Yeah, in Japan. No. No. no US or Euro, Europe. West I still haven't played six yet, so I'm all right. <laughs> I get six. Still fifty-four quid. Thanks. Million hours of gameplay. Yep. The, the number four. Okay, it took, it took me three hundred hours to beat. Wow. Yeah, the Disguise games are quite long. They're very. They're actually really good. Yeah, I got incredibly weeb. Yeah. You've yeah. got to have a weeb tolerance level. Definitely. You've got to pick your waifu and stuff. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Embraces uh, stock price. Uh, fell drastically following all of its Saints Row reviews. Um, I've actually <laughs> I watched Skill Up's um, review of this. Um, I thought it was really well presented. Oh, he would have you worried. No. He, he really ripped Who saw tonight. this coming? Oh, everyone. Who, who here reckons that <laughs> Biggie will be playing this in six months' time, telling us it's yeah. really good? Nope. Telling nope, us it's nope, good nope. new battlefield. <laughs> Do you know what? I've never played a Saints Row game. So, yeah, just not, not my street. Saints Row's. Three and it was fine. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't anything special. It was yeah, fine. I've never, never bothered. But I've, I don't think they've ever been good. <laughs> yeah, I've found this whole thing absolutely hilarious. Not, not only because, like, it's it's one thing if a game comes out and it's just it's a bit buggy or it's just a bit underbaked and it gets a six out of ten or whatever. This one looked broken to the fucking core. Like the the the, the one that I saw, which really amused me, was um. One of the tooltips that came up on the on the screen, it, it was a bug. I think they ended up patching it in the first patch, but it came up with saying, uh, "Insert tooltip text here." Just pops up on the screen <laughs> oh, when yeah. you're doing a mission. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> Surely they're like, "It's a joke, guys. We put in there deliberately." It's <laughs> a feature. It literally looks like a last gen release, doesn't it? It just the lighting and yeah. such maybe changes your viewpoint on that slightly, but it just generally overall looks yeah really poor. Game of the, the summer. Some of the cutscenes. Watch some of the cutscenes. The fucking dialogues are atrocious. Like worse than normal Saints Row standards. 
Just play GTA was Five it, like an Was it Embracer that have just acquired all the um, Square Enix studios? Yep. So their value will go back up again anyway. Well, it will. I just, I, I, I think it's also just quite funny that the game's reviews were so bad that it affected the publisher's stock price. Well, it fell seven percent <laughs> overnight. I've done that very often. Down to a four-month low. <sighs> so there you go. That's it. Embrace that, motherfuckers. <laughs> nice. Um, Dark Souls Three uh, online features for the PC version of Dark Souls Three has now been reactivated. Um, what I don't know much about Wait. why it got switched off, but. So they they got switched off on all the Dark Souls games on PC uh, about two weeks before Elden Ring came out because someone found a bug where, you know, you've got the kind of invasion and cooperation mechanic. Um, someone had found a bug where you could invade someone's game and run a bit of malicious code and brick their PC. Wow. Yeah. So as a kind of an emergency, about two weeks before Elden Ring came out, they just flat out turned off all the online connectivity for the Dark Souls games while they fixed it to get Elden Ring out. And then they've been working on patches going forward for it. So patches, pun Dark intended. Souls 3 first. <laughs> hey. Dark, Dark Souls 3 is going to be fixed first. Then I think it's the first one, then Dark Souls 2. But basically for the last, what, five months? Yeah, you haven't been able to play any of the online features in Dark Souls. It stopped the um, the uh, community doing the return to Lardron and stuff, didn't it? So we're going to do that. Yeah, they were... you don't want to piss off the Dark Souls fans. No. They like the They'll Star... praise the sun all over They're you. They're like the Star Wars fans. No, they'll just, they'll just be te- te- tell, tell, telling the server people just to get good. <laughs> and we haven't quite finished Next. with Sony yet because it appears that they are developing a Days Gone movie with Sam Hugan, I think is that? Hugan? 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 I have no Hugan? idea how... Wait, I had no idea how to pronounce that. <laughs> Why didn't they just use the actual actor that did play uh, Deacon? He is an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is an actor, and, and he, he looks, looks a bit like Deacon as well. And he, yeah, why did they use him? He's a, he's a, no, he played Darth Maul for fuck's sake. Not the in episode one, but in the uh, in the um, what the Clone Wars. Also, he's, Sam Huyen just looks far too. I mean, he's forty two, but he looks really young. Mm, mm. Let's get the normal. The guy that did it, even the guy that played Boozer, looks like Boozer. Let's get those people in. Let's get them to do it. <laughs> But anyway, Sam, yeah, if you're a listener of the show, Voice sorry. acting is different to... Yeah, voice vo- acting is very, very different, different to... Uh, yeah, yeah screen. But he of Outlander fame is in the lead role. The script has been developed by Sheldon Turner, who has done The Longest Yard and X-Men First Class and Up in the Air. And it will apparently be a love oh, ballad yeah. to motorcycle movies. Which is... Does he know these zombies? I was just going to say, it's a, <laughs> I was that's not a, what Days a Gone weird about. quote there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Bodes well, doesn't it? I remember Ben's studio literally said, if it wasn't open world, we wouldn't have had bikes in it. And that's not the main plot of the... You know what I mean? It's just it's just there. The, it, the, bikes the were actual, just the mechanic to get you around the world. Yeah, there's no horses, it's just bikes. It's oh, fucking on fire. It's, it's going to be sons of anarchy, isn't it? To be fair, they need some kind of hook because another zombie film. Yeah, just no, gonna you're go, right. Eh. Yeah, and it ain't got a zombie name, has it? Days Gone. It's just like, what's this? If people don't don't know, it's gonna be like me and my bike on the road. That's Jack all Daniels. Need. All I need is tarmac, Jack Daniels, and gasoline, motherfucker. I run out of gasoline, and I had to leave my bike behind. <laughs> <laughs> Snake, you need to be in it. <laughs> Available for bookings. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, can I get, get 
Get Stig in there with his bandana on. <laughs> and he's cut. Where's my cut, man? Get me my uh, fucking cut. Hey, I've got a motor- motorbike license as well, so I can do my own stunts. Oh, there we go. You'd be dead after the first one, surely. You've got tattoos all over your body as well. That helps. Mm. You're in, mate. You're in. I'd have, to, I'd have to stick a beard on there. Yeah, you would stick a beard on, mate. You can stick your beard. That's not a problem. Yeah. Shave yeah. my pubes okay. off and stick them on my face. If anyone's seen um, Stiggy's lost goatee, we are still looking for him. <laughs> Stiggy's lost goatee. He disappeared in the wind. And speaking of lost items, moving on. A lost Mark Hamill movie is being released after a decade. These segues, man. If you're not sure of who Mark Hamill is, he's very famous for the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> what? Um, in the 2013 <laughs> film, Virtually Heroes, there was an official selection of the 2013 Sundance Film Festival, but it never received a distribution deal. The film's plot is about two self-aware characters in a Call of Duty-inspired video game who battle endless supplies of Viet Cong Absurdly powerful level bosses and their own existential crises. With the help of Mark Hamill's Yoda-like <laughs> monk, they attempt to win the game and get the girl. How mad Mark Hamill's a monk. does just, that sound? Is this not just Free Guy? Yeah, but this came out in two... This was made in 2013. Is this problematic as fuck? So, it's going to be, isn't it? White yeah. guy's killing the Viet Cong and Mark Hamill is a Viet Cong monk. <laughs> No, it says Yoda-like monk. Oh, I don't know if it means he's uh, Viet Cong. Not many American monks, mate. I Not appreciate many. that. <laughs> I, just, I wonder if it's just one of those things where someone's kind of gone, well, it sounds very meta, and that's the kind of in thing at the moment. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I might give it a watch. I mean, some films don't get picked up at Sundance and stuff, do they? It's, it's yeah. a known thing. They don't get bought. So, yeah. yeah well, good luck. Good luck. Good luck to this uh, new upstart young actor. <laughs> and moving on, One Division director Matt Shackman is in talks for the Fantastic Four movie. It appears that Kevin and Co are zero in. Feige, it's not Feige. that hard. I get it. Are <laughs> in on the choice, Feige. Matthew McCogney, <laughs> of One Division's Matt Shackman to direct the new role, the new film. Sorry. Okay, I'm into it. I love WandaVision, so yeah, benefit yeah, out. Into that. Yeah. Something yeah. a bit different it, as well. It's about family Hopefully. and WandaVision was about family, Fantastic Four, family. So yeah, 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 yeah. So I got Vin Diesel in then. Should have <laughs> done. Should have done. There's a new trailer for Disney's live action Pinocchio. Robert Zemeckis' new adaption of Pinocchio, which stars Tom Hanks as a lonely carpenter. Pinocchio. Geppetto. I like how you say Pinocchio. Pinocchio, Pinocchio. <laughs> Uh, comes to Disney Plus. <laughs> Let's call the whole <laughs> thing Pinocchio. off. They literally pronounce it Pinocchio in the film. Depends <laughs> where you're from. Uh, it comes to Disney Plus Pinocchio. on September the 8th. That's how he says his own name. <laughs> I've got no strings to hold me down. <laughs> you, uh, have, you, have you suddenly morphed into Matt Berry or something? <laughs> Pinocchio! <laughs> And uh, Pinocchio is apparently voiced by Chris Pratt. No, that's not true. (laughs) No. That joke Um, fell, didn't it, after your pronunciation of the name? (laughs) So this is going straight to Disney Plus for Disney Plus Day, which apparently is a thing. Um, (laughs) It's a new one. Obviously, we've got um, uh, Toro's uh, Pinocchio coming out later in the year, which just looks so much more interesting. Mm. Yeah, because it's Del Toro. 
like I I get what Disney do. They're just remaking their old classics in live action, but the doll just doesn't scream doll. Do you know what I mean? If you look at the yeah. pictures and the, the way he moves and everything, it's a, they've made him obviously look like the cartoon. It's a bit odd. I just wonder how they're going to do Pleasure Island. Because Pleasure Island Oof. is in there. If you watch the trailer, Treasure Island. All- Oh, no, Pleasure Island. Oh, yeah. Pleasure yeah it's Island. called Pleasure Island. Yeah, I watched yeah. it about four months ago. Why did I get that wrong? Um, but obviously in the cartoon, they're all like drinking and smoking yeah. cigars. And <laughs> yeah. when they turn into donkeys, it's fucking horrendous. Scary. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's scary. I just My don't see, hated it. I just don't see them doing that. No. Maybe, maybe pop. Modern kids, so they'll be doing lines of Coke and MDMA. <laughs> smoking vapes. <laughs> I'm just, 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 I hadn't seen this trailer, so I'm just, I'm just like looking at screenshots of it. The the cartoon style Pinocchio in like the real world looks fucking terrifying. He's nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't marry look as puppet in, that's it doesn't kind of look as interesting, does it? Like it? No. Jim Jiminy Cricket looks like he's plastic. Isn't yeah. it you and McGregor like, that plays Jiminy Cricket as well? No, Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt. I think you McGregor's doing. He's doing a different one, isn't he? Wow, Del Toro's. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> Then, so if this one is shit, at least we've got the other one to come yeah. out. And we've got that game, Lies of, Lies pa- of P. Lies of P. Lies of P. Mm-hmm. I the guarantee this will be like just a three out of five star like Pinocchio film. It, it, you know what I mean? You'll watch it go, that was fine. Yeah. They might do a good good scene with Monstro at the end, the big whale on that. That might be cool. Yeah. Still anyway. fucking weird. At least it's on Disney Plus and I don't have to take kids to the cinema to see it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I get I get Disney Plus free now as well because of work. So up for it. Mm. Perks. All right then. Uh, next up, we got next. Francis Lawrence will be directing Bioshock. No, I'm joking. It's Bioshock. <laughs> uh, Netflix <laughs> has announced in February that they've acquired the license for Bioshock adaption. Uh, Hunger Games veteran uh, Francis Lawrence is now on board to call the shots, whilst Jungle Cruise writer. Michael Green will tackle the script. Jungle Cruise, known mint film. <laughs> yeah, that I am not looking forward to this. I would just like to do it in a series. You never know. Is, is Hunger Games good? All right. First one's all right. Second one, mm. it diminishing returns as the series yeah. goes along. Okay. But okay. I don't know whether he directed all four Hunger Games. It's five. I thought there were like two. No. Three books, four films. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think the Hunger Games was good because the book was good, not because the directing was particularly good. I just found it just bang average directing wise. I yeah, mean, I guess there's... it had some some good scenes, but yeah, yeah maybe it's nothing could work in for there Bioshock, where there's actually. there's nothing in there where you yeah, yeah. Where you'd go oh that's that's Francis Lawrence. Mm. I think uh, I think my problem with it is I just don't think Bioshock is something that works from a passive perspective. Like I've read I've read the novelization of Bioshock and it was turgid. But the game itself is incredible, and it's it's one of those stories that works well when you're an active participant in it rather yeah. than just watching it. Just leave games but alone. Also, also, given the way Netflix tends to do things, I can really see them trying to make like Andrew Ryan a sympathetic character or some shit like that. Or just a quick one. Uh, he's predominantly known for music videos, but he had he did do all the Hunger Games, I Am Legend, and Constantine. <sighs> Oh, it's another yeah, McG yeah. situation, isn't it? Yeah, they're not mega good. They're not mega good adaptations. Like Constantine's not terrible, but it's not not brilliant. It's either. not brilliant either. Yeah, and I Am Legends. It's basically Fine. not that book. It's not that book. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's fucking yeah, cool. like it's gonna be shit. Never mind. It really is gonna be shit, and it's gonna get cancelled. Yeah, it's a film. Oh, it's a film. It's a they'll cancel series. it halfway yeah. through it. <laughs> As you're watching it, that'll be Cancels. Netflix's new things, so it cancels things yeah. halfway yeah. through. We'll release half the film. You can watch that, and that's it. You're done. And speaking of which, Netflix's department for things no one asked for has been very busy again. As Beverly Hills Cop 4 is officially happening with Taylor Page and Joseph Gordon-Levitt set to star alongside, yes, of course, Eddie Murphy. The film has been titled, a lot of thought went into this, I think, Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley begins filming this week. <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're, we're for the trap remix of that, to go yeah. to, so it's down with the kids. <laughs> We've already had a remix of it. Crazy Frog. Said he, he, I know. Is Eddie Murphy just, is Eddie Murphy like, Paying rest Brooke, of his mortgage off. It's just, uh, it's just I, I returned wonder, to all his old franchises, isn't he? Yeah. I wonder where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's been. He, I've not heard of him for like years, and all of a sudden there's two films in the same news section that he's involved in. I hope, I hope he's going to do a, a reboot at Norbit. <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> naughty <Naughty> professor. <laughs> yeah, the clumps, the reclumping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, naughty <laughs> professor for requiem. Bring it on! Bring it on! Bring it on! Bring it on. <laughs> but is it gonna have the other, the other, the other lot in it as well? Um, what's his name? The other cop in it. He's great. I like him. What Judge Reynolds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. He's he hasn't acted. Uh, he he retired he? years ago, didn't he? Not, not from life. I mean, just retired from acting <laughs> years ago. Um, maybe he's dead. Who knows? No, he's not dead. No, he's still alive. I did like him though. He, he is good in it. You're right. He's good in a lot of the '80s films and stuff. Yeah, he's not done anything since 2017. So, yeah, yeah, he'll probably pop up in uh, Cobra Kai, something like that. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> popping up in that. Anyway, Warner Brothers Insiders are reportedly saying that the Zach or hashtag Zack Snyder's Justice League never should have happened, since it further divided that fan base against the studio. <laughs> Let it die. Yeah, it's not going away. That is it. I'm not. I think what they're saying is they should have killed it. Killed it before birth. Mm. I'm not being funny, but Warner Brothers are pretty, and Discovery are pretty much turning everyone against them at the moment. So yeah, not doing well, are they? No, cancelling everything. Films that are complete, they're cancelling and deleting. Just yeah, ruining the Renaissance. Yeah, pushing. Dates back, moving everything around, fucking around with things. I don't fuck know what's going well, on. Well, Legendary Entertainment has just planned to move away from Warner Brothers and make a deal to develop with Sony yep. or Paramount as well. They worked with uh, Warner Brothers in June in the MonsterVerse films, but they, they seem to be they, jumping They did ship. start off in, independent, didn't they? I, th- I think Legendary was one of the one yeah. of the uh, early independent ones, like Miramax yeah. and stuff. That's massive, though, because they're licensed to loads of stuff. And yeah, of course, it looks yeah. like June Part Two is going to be their last thing with them. And why would you not? Like, if you can't trust a company, yeah, if you're going to make a film with them and then they just fucking can it when it's yeah. complete, I'm not surprised. People are really going to be wary about working with Warner Brothers. I just think it's like these last mad dashes for these old men in charge. They're just doing crazy stuff because they know that. This is this is the new lot. Have come in. This is a new star. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I thought just old Hollywood What's men. It? What's that, how that would work nah, with it, June? It's... Because isn't June according to. It'll still come out know, yeah, contracts, but... mate. That'd be contracted but to it, yeah. Didn't he um, plan to do like a three movie? 
with Doom. Can't say second M. Villeneuve. <laughs> Whoa, we can do that, but not Pinocchio. <laughs> but yeah, isn't, um, wasn't he, he said he wanted to do he three. Said, he, said, he? No, he, said, he said he wanted to do... He wanted to do Children of Dune, so he would have a trilogy that would be the whole Paul Atreides story. Yeah, but, contra- but contractual, they've only got yeah. a second one, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they're only confirmed for the second one, so it might not happen. It might happen. I mean, it's still it's still legendary who are making the film. Yeah, yeah. So legendary could take it to Sony and just yeah. put it out there. They could technically end it on the second one, though, because oh, be fine. They, they can the they can complete the story there. I know it's not the full arc from the book, but they can still there's a, there's a, there's an obvious end point to uh, that story. Yeah. You don't need no, children. No, because no, no, it's fucked up anyway. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Dune uh, Messiah, Messiah rather. Messiah, yeah. Well, if you are planning yeah. to see Dune in the um, uh, big screen, you may have to look further afield as Cinewa is about to go bankrupt. And the choices may be thinner than you think. Hmm. I don't use Cinewa. Do you use Cinewa, Candy? Yeah, that's where I've got it. It's literally a 10 minute walk from my house, and I've got the Cinewa card, so I can just go in limited. You're not paid for a year's foot. Years worth. No, I pay. Well, actually, I did last year, but I, I oh, paid dear. monthly. I wouldn't now. do it. I wouldn't do it for no, a while. No, <laughs> absolutely not. But I mean, the thing is, last time they were about to, about to file for bankruptcy, and people swooped in and saved them. But I don't think it's going to happen twice. Like they relied yeah. on Top Gun and a couple of other titles to bring people back to the cinema, and it just hasn't happened. Like people are still worried about um, um, about going out. Not to mention things go on streaming so quickly. It's a, it's a really worrying day for cinema in general, really, because the amount of people I saw commenting as well saying, oh, well, cinema's over now anyway. No one wants to go to the cinema Sorry. anymore. Well, no. actually, people do. And I think the main complaint is like, well, you know, they, they rip people off for the concessions and stuff. But apparently they make like zero money on ticket sales. That's the only way they make money is by selling the sweets and stuff. I always buy sweets from Poundland. Yeah. yeah. I go in. Yep. <laughs> That's a problem. I don't, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, I well, have been to Cineworld. Once I used to go there all the time. It used to be our go-to cinema because you take mm. the train up to Borough and then go there. And I've yeah. been once in. Last time I went there was to see Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton film. Bloody hell, oh, wow. ten years ago, mate. Yeah, and then I went to see the Northman there because it was the only cinema showing it in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the that's how long it's been between going there just because the other options in the area are just better price-wise. I, I, go, to, I go to like every, every man cinema. I know they're expensive, but I just have more of an experience there. I think they're better. Well, we're getting one in town, so that'll be good. I could just walk yeah, down. You get, a, you get a sofa, a, a recliner, yeah. have a couple of pints that they, they bring to you while you're sat watching the film. It's so good. I don't like that. I fucking know. You can't see. You don't even know they're there. They make you jump. You go, oh, you, you fuck. Just <laughs> <laughs> turn up with this like, hello. These little pipe goblins. Cine- cinema would be fine. So cinema it would be fine. But they do, yeah, yeah, need to kind of slow down getting stuff out on streaming. Like, nope, is already available on streaming. Yep. The Disney been out stuff, like three like the, weeks. The, the Marvel stuff, you, you know, you'd have to wait, you'd wait three months or something and th- there they are on Disney+. Plus. It's, it's, it's insane. Like, I think, I think d- Thor will be up. By end of September on Disney Plus. Do- Do- Doctor Strange was out on Disney Plus before Thor came out, and that was only the two yeah. difference. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 insane. it's insane, and people have got massive tellies yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah. not the same. So, not the it's same not the same. I do like the cinema experience, and I don't mind paying that little bit extra just to go. I mean, I mean, cards on the table. I get discount because my mate runs it. 
<laughs> there you go. There he is. <laughs> but yeah, it would. If, I if was getting worried if, there when you're saying, I know every man's cinema is expensive. Yeah, like, it's not for me. Yeah, you're paying money for something. No, no, it's, he, it's he, three he's quid for me. <laughs> I guess that's just there. It is. I know it's expensive for everyone else. Yeah, yeah you're, you're you're the one ruining cinema reviews. <laughs> Buying your suites of Poundland and getting discounts. Well, actually, tickets. I've put a bid in for Cineworld, so I'm going to save them. All right. Only if you get a discount code, right? Yeah. Well, great. Can you imagine saying, <laughs> I've put one pound I'm off down bid to in. Oodles World to go and watch the latest movie. <laughs> it won't. It'll just be porn. I'll just bring porn back to the cinema. <laughs> cinema. The muck houses that they used to go to in olden days. Cinewank. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking and wanking. Good old yeah. days. Just like the good old days. That's it. That's it. Well, speaking of tellies, uh, some of these are all about TV. So Henry Cavill has been rumoured to be starring in Marvel's... Cavill. Henry Cavill. (laughs) Henry Cavill. Cavill. Is it fucking... Title this episode, Biggie Says Names. (laughs) From Marvel's Loki Season 2 as Hyperion. I don't know who that character is, actually. Oh, no, that is good. It's Marvel's Superman, isn't he? Hyperion's a fucking big... He is Marvel Superman. I don't yeah, that and he is actual Superman, so why not pick him? Yeah, but I, I was listening to a podcast where they were saying this happened and this happened and there's this story within this story. It's like, this could go in some really good fucking places. He's I, Marvel Superman, but he's not good as good as Superman He's is. good, yeah, but he, he's good, he's evil, isn't he? He switches yeah, between he's, and he's they could do twat. some... Don't waste it. That's what yeah, I'm don't saying. waste it. Don't make, waste make it. Him, just... Make him an anti-hero and I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Henry Cavill. A few <laughs> of our uh, podders here will be disappointed to find out that Resident Evil series has been uh, cancelled by Netflix after the one season. Gutted. Bastards. Purely gutted. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Leave I liked games it. alone. It, I liked it. It was silly. It, it did the lot really well, I thought, because it, yeah. Resident Evil is silly. It's silly. There's so many books available to adapt. Stick with books, guys. Leave games. And on the flip side of that, Umbrella Academy has now been renewed for season four, which will be its last one. Excellent. Love it. It's good. I love it. It's great. I love the characters in it. I mean, it's not the best thing in the world, but I just really like the characters and the the way they uh, interact with each other in the stories. So, I've not read the books either, uh, but I've heard they're good books as well. Yeah, that's uh, Jared Weir writes them. Yeah, yeah. Might get them. I've seen. I've seen the uh, anthology cheap. Happy to get a proper finish to it because the way Netflix has been recently, just axing <laughs> things. It's like it's nice to actually get closure Netflix. and a proper finish. Absolutely. And something that has uh, definitely uh, got me even more interested in the the boys season four. Jeffrey Dean Morgan has now been cast in it, but there's no news on whether he's playing. Yes. Little pig, little Soup pig. Or a regular. I'm so excited. Can't wait to see him. I, look, I, I, I think I'm the only pe- pe- person here on the podcast that likes Walking Dead. So, yeah, man, I'm all up for some Negan action. See, it wasn't Negan for me. It was uh, the yeah, comedian. Yeah. You could literally transplant the comedian straight from Watchmen into the boys and it would fit perfectly. He is, he is good as the comedian. I love that He movie. is very good. I did like it. Mm, I did. I don't, don't think he's going to play soup. I think he's going to be... Billy Butcher's relative? No, I think he's going to be like kind of a high up in some kind of government or arm, army position because of the way that the boys' season yeah. three ended. 
Yeah, I think you're right. There's going to be some butting heads. What if he's actually called the baseball batter and he's got a baseball bat <laughs> and a leather jacket on? <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> would, would, would it not make more sense to call him home run then? <gasps> You've done it. You've done it. He's done it. The baseball batter. <laughs> I, don't know I mean, the other option's baseball. Batman, Eagle and that's taken. <laughs> Fuck off. You can't say anything. Baseball batter makes sense. Home runs even better. <laughs> He's an offer. I'm not. That's the difference. <laughs> Moving on swiftly. Uh, we've had our first <laughs> look at the Last of Us TV show uh, with a very. Um, few clips shown in the teaser trailer but it's looking good yeah three yeah, seconds look i like the look of it it is looking good actually and again pedro pascal's doing a pretty good jewel impression i, I have always said leave, the one line of dialogue that we hear leave games alone but when hbo's <laughs> when hbo's involved <laughs> oh, he's, it, three new stories down he's he's twisting the, he's twisting <laughs> the words again it's hbo though isn't it flip flopping man when you when you see that fuzz you're like, I'm in. This is it. Let's go. This is going to be amazing. Like that. Oodles though. Game of Thrones season eight. <laughs> exactly. I've only just watched it as well. Record. <laughs> it's gross. It's such a bad bit of telly that. Mm. Just I'm also excited for the Last of Us show that the, 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 yeah. uh, Nick Offerman's going to be in it. Mm. Yeah, he, he's perfect. He Playing perfect. Bill. Yeah, perfect for it. Mm. Also, um, fuck anyone who is already giving Bella Ramsey shit based on a fuck. She's great. Based on She'll a two fine. second clip. She's absolutely fine. She's great yeah. in Game of Thrones, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. She's great in Game of Thrones, yeah. Fucking yeah, she's one of the best weird people, isn't internet it? trolls. <laughs> Get a life. There'll always be trolls. There'll always be trolls. Yeah. Hey, this, this, this looks like it's got reverence to it, unlike certain other games adapted for the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they're retelling the first fucking game, mate. <laughs> Played the story several times through. We don't need it again. No, that's true. I want them to do it. Di- I want them to do things differently. I, I, I do agree. I, I'm kind of like where, where Stig was saying other week, where rather than just retreading, just make it a little bit different. I know that Resident Evil tried that and stuff, but I just found it shit. Halo did it. So, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did say Halo did it, didn't you? So mm. yeah, do that. I mean, I mean, have the beats that you that you know and love, but. Say something different. Say something else. It's a different time. It's been 10 years or whatever since the first one came out. Say something else. That, yeah. Have something else to say. But Yeah, the last story then. Um, the ashes of Nichelle Nichols, the actress who played Lieutenant Uhura in the original Star Trek. <laughs> Nichols. What did I say? Nichols. Nichols. Sorry. Nichols. 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 It's been a long week. Wow. Uh, will be... Uh, yeah. It's Tuesday. Not for me. Not for me. It's been a long week and weekend going into this week. It's been a long week. I can't even speak anymore. Yes. His tongue doesn't work. Uh, from the, who played Lieutenant Uhura in the original Star Trek will be getting sent into deep space on a rocket that memorizes her and several other previous Star Trek ref, uh, veterans as well. Memorializes her. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's fantastic that they're doing this. Uh, the space rocket will be officially called the Vulcan yeah. Centaur and the uh, memorial spaceflight company uh, Celestis will be running the Enterprise flight mission and also included on board will be the remains cool. of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry and his wife, Majel Barrett, 
who starred as the series nurse, Christine Chappell, James Doohan, who played, of course, Scotty, and the visual effects artist, Douglas Trumbull, who's known for his work on Star Trek, the motion picture, Blade Runner, and a few more, will also be on board, bless him. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's, what I said, I, they'd have loved that. They'd have loved it, wouldn't they? That's exactly how they'd have wanted to mm-hmm. end up. Sensational. Good, that. Love that. Good story to end on. Let's crack on with the Nexus, because that was 100 hours that is a lot of, of news. news. I wonder why. Anyway, <laughs> Nexus time. <laughs> Candy, I haven't heard from you in what seems to be weeks. Forever. Well, the good news is I haven't got that much, and I will tell you why in a minute. The one thing that I did do is I went to see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies at the cinema. And, the cinema. Um, Cineworld, yeah. Actually, it was a Cineworld <laughs> unlimited screening. So sometimes they'll um, release films a little bit early because I, th- I don't think this is out till September the 9th. And I saw it wow. about three months ago, it feels like now. Yeah, get you. Um, not you, good. big shot influencer. Oh, <laughs> right, now we've fucking lost that. You've lost that. <laughs> yeah, the, taken it away from me. That's why, yeah, Cineworld's shutting down because giving it a bad review. No, it's yeah. not good. It's a, um, it is an A24 film. So obviously, I went in with kind of high hopes. And it stars um, Pete Davidson, who seems to be all the rage at the moment. Maria Bakalova, who you might actually recognise from the Borat sequel. It took me ages to figure out who it was. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's Borat's, Borat's daughter, isn't it? Yeah, she's actually pretty good. Um, fair play to her in a sea of bad material. So it's basically... <laughs> um, I think the best way to describe it probably is euphoria with murder. But not as okay. charming. Um, okay. So it, is Euphoria charming? It has its moments. I mean, it's 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 enjoyable. People liked Euphoria. People really fucking loved it. It's it's very good. No. This is not. Mm. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> <sighs> there it goes. So this is um. But it's, it's it's a group of um quite loathsome actually. 20-somethings, and they've... I hate um, 20-somethings. The worst. Ugh. They've gone to this... Um, they've gone to one of them, the houses. It's um, like a mansion. They're having a hurricane party, so um, I'm sure most people know that. what it is. Well, I was about to say I'm sure most people know what it is, but it's when um, basically you'll lock yourself in with a load of mates and wait for the hurricane to pass and just get absolutely shit-faced, which is what they do. Oh, so that- safe indoors. Yeah, so so you're all locked in, having a party, um, locked in overnight until the storm passes. Obviously, there's accompanying power cuts, lashing rain, so that kind of sets the scene. Um, And tensions are already high um, as soon as the group gets together because, oh, God, some bullshit 20-something problems. Like, probably one of them shagged the other in the past. I I can't really remember. It was some testosterone-fueled problem anyway. Like, I remember having those problems back in the day. Not so much anymore. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) It was a problem. Um, So anyway, I add in copious amounts of drugs, followed by a a kind of a bloody death without anyone seeing who the murderer was. Um, And that kind of sets the scene for the, like a classic sort of slasher slash whodunit. Um, But it it just didn't do anything new. It didn't do anything particularly clever. The character's we're all pretty unlikable. And yeah, I was quite disappointed. But though, I, w- I will say, obviously, the film, I'm I'm not the film's target audience. Um, maybe I would have enjoyed it more if I was in my 20s. I mean, I find it hard to think that I would. But maybe, maybe if you, you know, you're going into this, you haven't seen that many kind of 
horror films, you are on the younger side. I mean, even if you're 15 or 16, you know, if you're having a bit of a... I was going to say a video party. That shows you just how old I am. Wow. Straight <laughs> to Blockbusters. Guys. Bring your VHS is along, guys. Absolutely. If you get your mates around, you're going to... Make sure you've rewound them before you, you turn the them. Did you, did you MSN Messenger all your pals to come down? ASL. Um, so, yeah. That one was not a winner. That's the only thing I've really done this week because I have fallen into a mid-journey hole. Who knows what mid-journey is? I've 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 seen the, the the horrendous things you've been making on it and the beautiful things you've been making on it. So and you also introduced Pip to it, and, and she's fallen down it. the hole now as well, right? Yes, I knew she would. So it's a um, it's an AI that creates art, and um, it, at the oh, moment, like I were doing on the discard that kind of stuff. You're the reason for this, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I was oh, like, sorry. you know, I've heard of I've heard of this mid journey, so I thought I'd give it a go. Is that what um, I used? I think I did, didn't I? I'm not sure. Was it a was it a bot on um, Discord? No, or was it a website? It was an actual, an actual website. So, 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 Mid Journey is <laughs> so Mid Journey is a bot on Discord, and right, you'll right. enter several prompts, um, and it will come back to you with usually like sort of four variations, and it's just the most. It's so relaxing and so like I am absolutely obsessed with this because it can, it kind of like the images that it comes out with are just. They're not quite right, so it's kind of almost as if you're seeing it through through a dream, and it's really cool. Like you can kind of, as the AI gathers more information about the prompts that you've entered, it's almost like the picture kind of develops in front of you. So you'll wow. it'll start with a kind of silhouette and some colours, and then it'll eventually like within normally about sort of two minutes, it'll kind of fill it in, and it's really cool to watch it happen. Um, sometimes I have created a couple of abom- abominations, which is pretty hilarious, but. The good thing about this is um, since one of the last updates, you keep the copyright to all your creations. So what you You've can do... you turn them into NFTs, yeah? You can actually turn them into <laughs> NFTs, but what I've been doing is... Because you can change the aspect to ratio as well. I've been... Um, all the good ones, I just upload them straight to Redbubble. There's nothing to stop you doing that. There's no, there's no rules. Selling your art. Yeah, I mean, it's not really... Is I it mean, my art? Sorry it's... to disturb you here, Candy, but it looks like Biggie was actually doing it right then, and I'm worried <laughs> about his internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching his, his screamer flash. I'm like, is he doing this? Is he going to close this fucking window? I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> we could invite but... the mid-journey bot to our Discord. <laughs> That's what he's doing, isn't it? That's what he's doing. Let's get it going. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll sell right. some um, modern escapes and NFTs. Bring yeah, let's do Kenny. it. <laughs> bring him back. Bring him back. He's back. We're gonna. We're not gonna need this podcast anymore. Absolutely. We'll be millionaires. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, no, it's really, really fun, and I can't stop. Oh, I don't want to say playing it because playing it's not really like the right word. But, no, but I can't but stop are, using you, it. You are still using your. Yeah, yeah, you are still using your imagination to create these like masterpieces. Uh, yeah, and there's, it is fun to see what it comes. And the thing is, the AI is learning all the time as well. Like the, the images that it's collecting are all several years old now, I think, and it's it's slowly kind of updating. With it's it's still a beta at the moment. Um, yeah. And it's there's a there's a new kind of test every sort of several days. So at the moment, they're testing um, photorealism, Ooh, and some yeah, of the images I've the got from one, that. Yeah, some of the images I've got from that are just incredible i'll uh, i'll upload some to discord later 
But it's um, so it's it is free for the first twenty five processing minutes, which is you've got past it, haven't you? You've gone past. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm about to tell you how bad it's got. So um, yeah, it's, it's normally about twenty five images because they'll process within about a minute. You can upgrade <laughs> to the next level, which is I think Uh-oh. the I want to say it's the standard one, and that's about twelve quid a month, twelve dollars a month, <laughs> and then you okay, get. How much do you get? Two hundred minutes. Our server for that. <laughs> <laughs> How much have you bought, Candy? How much are you paid? So I've got gone for the more professional one, and oh, I spent. No. I spent thirty quid this <laughs> month. <laughs> thirty pounds. But my justification oh, is that because I'm uploading it to Redbubble, I might make a little bit of money back. I don't you think I will, but not. I might. <laughs> I might not, but I'm getting such joy from it. Like, don't take yeah, this away mate, from me. Thirty quid for joy. You, you can't put a price on it. Can't I, put I was a price on it. Watching some videos on this kind of stuff. I was watching this guy that used all these AI apps. He was using using his own AI app to make images from all other AI apps to create the ultimate AI picture. <laughs> and it's just horrendous. <laughs> it's disgusting. And then I also watched one guy reading an AI created novel. My God, computers yeah. still don't understand <laughs> grammar. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen? I think there's ones? like AI music as well. Yeah, the... it's not. It's, most of it's not cohesive though to the ear. It's some of it's terrible. Yeah, there was, there was that one recently, wasn't there? A couple of months ago, where you put a description in, and it would like give yeah. you several images, and it all every time you put like human, you could put put something like Simon Cowell with the body of a giraffe, yeah. and like <laughs> the, the images and like the, the face, the face is just all yeah, just like distorted and gross. That's what I mean. You do get a couple of abominations. Fuel. It's because it uses like nine million images of Simon Cowell, and it just how he looks like in real life. Giraffe, homunculus. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, true. Before. That's true. What well, it looked like before the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though. I, I like it, but I, I, again, computers currently still can't create passion, can they? Or that like human emotion. That's the that's the one thing. The singularity is not hit yet, so don't worry. Mm, don't worry. Well, I, I watch. You know, some of the creations some people have been making are just absolutely incredible. But it, yeah, it's but... it's getting every day. It's getting better every day. So it's cool it's no Monet though, is it? It's not a fucking piece of art that's took fucking forty two months to create with one no. man and a paintbrush. One man telling somebody else how to paint something. That's how Monet well, works. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess if you want to get into nitty gritty, but yeah, I, I still think there's that it, a lot of it that you see is quite heartless. I know it sounds ridiculous, and you would put two pieces in front of me and I won't be able to tell you the difference but yeah, when you I know think... when you know you know don't you do you know what I mean it's weird well I saw to... something funny like somebody said you know is, is this going to replace artists is AI going to replace artists yeah. and I think most artists they'll take inspiration but I don't think you can but what's what one designer said to replace artists the client would have to know specifically what it is exactly that they want and that ne- just never ever happens so we're <laughs> yeah, safe exactly. <laughs> exactly exactly there's too much too much human emotion put into any art form yeah. Including just, podcasts. Just wait, just wait until you get the AI bot that can do oh, tattoos. Could you imagine that's that? it. There is one, isn't it? There's that one that yeah. can do. They, they released that one other month uh, for for the public that can do uh, nails, you no know, fingernails, when they do all them yeah. beautiful. Art. And everyone's in uproar. They're all kicking off like, why have we got a union for nail people? I don't know what the word is. <laughs> nail artists. Nail technicians, they, I think. Yeah, yeah, technicians, that's the word. At that point, though, Candy, you would do the design, upload it tattoo someone much yeah. quicker and just, mm. but you'd probably be able to charge yeah. them double yeah maybe yeah. You get, but I, you'd, get more, you'd get more done in a day it's never going to happen because everyone's no, skin's different and everyone sits differently so I'm, I'm not too worried just yet 
No. No, exactly. I just, I, I, just, I just hope if they ever get to the point where there is some kind of machine doing tattoos like that automated, that it sounds like a dot matrix printer. <laughs> yeah. I need uh, it to sound like uh, a dot matrix printer. That one from uh, Starship Troopers, remember when they all get that? They all get that tattoo. Yeah. The roughnecks. Yeah. <laughs> but you won't be able to stretch the skin and move. No, exactly. Body exactly. parts around. Like it just won't. It might work for give, a Give the client like... a rest. The machine won't give you a rest. Yeah. Or if they <laughs> suddenly if pull faint, away. they'll still keep going. Yep. <laughs> just clamp you down in place. Yeah. yeah. Awful. Awful. But is that your week, mate? Is that your week? That's my you're, week. You're pushing the singularity ever closer. <laughs> Excellent. 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 Gadget, what you been up to, mate? Uh, so a few things uh, that, I'll, that I'll rattle through quickly. Um, I watched Moonfall. Don't fucking watch it. It's terrible. Um, we did, it. We did a Patreon episode on that. Yeah. Yeah. Finished Sekiro, which we talked about in the Patreon episode. It's fucking brilliant. Play it. Um, but don't snap your controller in half because uh, it's very hard. Um, I bought a new guitar, which is mint. I enjoyed that. Pictures on Discord and all beautiful those looking, and all uh, of videos. Piece of, piece of work, that, mate. It's beautiful. Yeah, very happy. Telecaster, uh, isn't it? Yeah, 1970s reissued Telecaster. Oh, it's beautiful. Nice nice, Uh, nice neck on it. Yeah, very nice neck. Uh, But the main thing I wanted to talk about, uh, me and Pip have been watching a few documentaries recently. Uh Um, And one we watched that Pip wanted to watch, and I quite enjoyed it, was called Hail Satan. Oh, yeah. I'm in. in. Did it work? I've seen that. I've not seen it, but I've seen that. uh, Yeah. Is it, uh, has he I, returned? I, I, I didn't he who them. walks backwards, the fallen angel. <laughs> uh, so this was released in 2019, um, directed by Penny Lane, who I think is just a yeah, she's an independent filmmaker and documentarian. And this tells the story of the uh, Satanic Temple in the United States. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's Satanic, yeah, because it's different to what you think, isn't it? Well, yeah, because this is, so the the, the Satanic devil Temple worshippers. in the United States. <laughs> No, they're not devil worshippers. They're ju- it's 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 a counterculture, yeah. political protest. Yeah. Um, but they do it for attention. They do it to highlight the injustices <laughs> in America, and we all know there are a lot of injustices in America at the minute. But the the film starts off. It's it's fucking brilliant because because when the group first came out and kind of around about twenty thirteen, no mm-hmm. twenty fourteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they um. They went to. Pr- they basically set up a, um, what do you call it, publicity stunt, where they called a press conference outside the office of the then governor of Florida, Rick Scott. Google him; he looks like a skeleton. I know him. Um, He's awful. Yeah, uh, in support of a bill that he'd put forward, which was to force school uh, prayer back into schools, yeah. as in all schools in Florida had to had regardless to regardless of your office, religion, regardless of your religion. Yeah. Um, and so they. They 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 parked up on the state capitol and they did a press conference praising him, going, "Yes, the satanic church is well behind Rick Scott's move <laughs> to bring prayer back into schools." <laughs> Love that. And, and and they just they, they basically the whole idea is um, that the 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 satanic satanic temple don't particularly care what religion that you belong to, but what they're trying to force is the idea of religious pluralism, where you know yeah. a lot of Americans seem to think that America is a um, Christian country, and it's not really. It's no. a secular country yeah. because it specifically says in that American Constitution that the rednecks are so in, in favor of that. Um, Mate, it says on the money in God be, we trust. Yeah, but <laughs> but the Constitution says there is not to be a national religion. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So everyone's supposed to have freedom of religion. 
So what they do is they basically go around making pains, uh, making pains of themselves to piss off conservatives who want to put up things. So there's, um, you know that there's a film from the fifties with Charlton Heston in it about the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. It's called the Ten Commandments. It's yeah. called the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's actually, it's actually a good film. So as part of the marketing for that film, um, the I can't remember which which company made it. The production company made it. Um, had a load had a load of stone tablets made of the Ten Commandments, yeah, and sent around to various local governments in the US to say, "Put this outside your state capital." Fucking hell! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and, yeah, literally. <laughs> so, so the, the, there are a number of these identical statues around the US outside state capitals. Oh, so, the, so the wow. so the, the big thing. In, Big thing in this documentary is um, the, uh, the 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 head guy Lucian Greaves, who God, looks that's like his a guy name. called Lucian Greaves, <laughs> and he's he's bl- he's got he's got a milky eye as well. He's blind in one eye. I love him already. So he looks creepy. He's he's like a creepiest fuck goth. He's, Does he uh, have a cane? Pip, no, he doesn't have a cane. But Pip said this is that's what she imagined Sebastian Graves looks like. Oh yeah, he's he's based on um, that kind of thing. <laughs> But um, yeah, so what they want to do is they wanted to put a Baphomet statue next to the Ten Commandments, a <laughs> little goat demon o- thing, Oklahoma. Yeah, and it caused absolute chaos. And you get all these great <laughs> shots of these like conservative politicians like kicking off about the idea of, well, this is devil worship, this is anti-Christian, and and um, Lucian Graves just being like really calm in meetings, going says, well, no, we just want to have all religions represented. So we love Jesus, Satanic Temple, <laughs> yeah. We also what love Ganesh. It, yeah. yeah. Do, do we get a Buddha there? Do we get a Ganesh there? Yeah. I'm trying to argue the toss and like twist them around in their laws. It's so funny. Um, but it's a really, really interesting documentary. It's on Amazon Prime. You, you do have to pay to rent it, but it's um it's only 90 minutes or so, but no, it's it's really good. And you get to see a lot of the group and how it was put together, and everyone kind of seems really lovely in it, but it also talks about like some of the people who take it a bit too far, because there are some people in the organization have gone a bit far with shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially during the Trump eras. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good documentary and really interesting group of people to what, see about. What's it called again? Hail Satan with a question mark. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that watched. Yeah, no, I think, I think you like you, you and Candy especially will like it because mm. we're dirty goths. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> you're dirty goths. <laughs> but yeah, they they are really lovely people, and I, I fully support the fact that they are just. They are putting so much time and effort into trolling conservatives. It just it fills me with so much joy to see them pissing these people off. Mm, yeah, it does, yeah, I can I can see how cathartic that is to watch, and I'm I'm into it. I bang into it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and it, like I say, it just is a really good documentary. Cool, cool. Is that your week then, mate? Well, what, three weeks it's or my, whatever. Yeah, it's it's taken us to record so, yeah. this episode. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's more, but yeah, that's kind of all the main one I'll bring up. Stig, what you've been up to, mate? A couple of things. First one, um, I just watched this last night. Um, what to what talk about it too much? But uh, I watched a film called The Guard on Netflix. It stars Brendan okay. Gleeson, Don Cheadle, Liam Cunningham, Mark Strong. Um, and the synopsis of this is: When a small town Irish cop with a cross personality is partnered with a straight-laced FBI agent to bust an international drug trafficking ring, they must settle their differences in order to take down the dangerous gang. Uh, it's directed by John Michael McDonough, who is the brother of the other McDonough, no, the guy who directed In Bruges. Um, Kevin. 
Is that his name? I can't remember what his name is, but it's Martin. It is very much Martin the McDonough. same style comedy. Uh, Black comedy. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It had me laughing out loud several times within the first five or minutes or so. On Brendan cool. Gleeson is so good in this. He's he's good so, in everything he touches. Mate. He's so dry. He's so grumpy. Um, Don Cheadle says to me at one point, "I don't know whether you're fucking stupid or fucking uh, clever," and you don't like. He just like the the way he talks and the way he reacts to situations is he's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen trailer to this. I think it looks fucking sensational. Honestly, if if you like stuff like In Bruges and uh, Seven Psychopaths and that stuff, get this watched because it's exactly the same style, like kind of comedy. And I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was so funny. Um, yeah. So def- definitely worth checking that one out. Uh, but the main thing I've done this week is I've been playing a game called Scathe. You've played a game? I've played a game. I'm actually reviewing a game here because i got a code for this. Oh. Oh, here we go. Here we go, strap in. Um, yes. It's technically under embargo till tomorrow, so by the time this Just comes get out, out, we're right? all good. <laughs> yeah, man. It is uh, published by Quali and developed by Damage State Limited, and it's scathed as an intense, blood-soaked, bullet-hell first-person shooter where quick reflexes are the key to surviving the bullet-hell labyrinth that stands between you and your ascension rip through the underworld's deadliest demons and collect the hellstones with drop-in and drop-out online co-op gameplay. So that pretty much describes exactly what it is. It is... It's Doom. Well, see, it's very Doom-like. It clearly takes its inspiration from Doom. There's no no getting around that. Uh, Yeah, it takes its inspiration from the, the recent Doom. A lot of games do. I think Doom 2016 almost reinvented the genre again, it didn't did. they? And there's it been a did, lot yeah. of games that have come out trying to ape that. Uh, yeah. This is one of them, but it does do enough to set itself apart from Doom, mainly because of what, what you're doing in it, rather rather than you're not going through levels and, and on rails kind of thing. I know Doom, you can backtrack a little, but you are kind of on rails going from one end to the other, aren't you? Whereas this is like a maze labyrinth system. So you actually choose at the end of each level. You do kind of get to choose which path you take, and each like path that. goes into different kind of mazes, different biomes uh, with that have different enemies in and different challenges. The map in it, though, fuck me, I don't know how to figure that out. So I am just <laughs> so, so so just like Doom twenty sixteen. I am, it's a labyrinth. Yeah, <laughs> I am literally. It, it gives you no help on how they link to each other. It doesn't tell you what's in that room, what you're looking for in that room. So I've ignored the map completely. I'm just going to the room and shooting things and having my, you know having fun doing that way. Uh, it's basically the game is set up. The, the game is so like kind of derivative in its its narrative. There isn't a narrative. A creature called the divine creature sends you into hell to stop its brother from taking over its kingdom you've got to kill its brother and take its staff sounds it's, like doom it it, it it really is just kind of <laughs> very very standard uh in its approach in its storytelling but the story is just there to set you up to throw you into into hell basically um it's neither the near here or there to be honest um <laughs> it's different in its approach to doom because it requires a much steadier hand and ability to line up shots more than in doom like i feel like in doom if you're struggling you can spray and pray a little uh you can't do that with this 
especially with the flying and shooting creatures because it's so uh, unrelenting. You're just dead. If you don't pay attention to what you're doing, it's very unforgiving. If you stand out in the open and try and blast your way through, you know, just standing there and shooting things, that's a death sentence. You are dead, like, instantly. Mm. You have to think about what you're doing and line your shots up perfectly, especially with the flying creatures because they are fucking wankers. They're so hard, the ones in the, the in the air, because not only do they shoot you, but when you shoot back at them, they like they can move quickly. They kind of skip out of existence and then skip back in somewhere else. They're really difficult. No. But yeah, when you get a horde of them on you, it's like I I can't not die. Like I've I've struggled <laughs> anytime there is like a like a a load of them in one area. It's just it, I struggle so much. Is it one of them situations where you think, oh, why did I choose that option? Why didn't I go left instead of right? Uh, potentially, yeah, because sometimes you go into a room where it's just little shitty spiders and you shoot them on the floor yeah. and they're dead and it's really easy. <laughs> that's what stops Gadget in his tracks. <laughs> a room of little spiders. He's yeah, that's true. <laughs> nah, can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the thing with the games as well, it, it only gives you 10 lives before it's game over. So it isn't, a, con- like that, it isn't a constant uh, death, repeat, death, repeat. You have 10 lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get yourself through three or four rooms and you die you just go back to the beginning so bit, ah. i think that's a bit roguelike in it when that when that yeah, happens yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah it's not all the way back to the start of the game because you kind of do finish a certain checkpoint yeah you do finish certain bits it's like right you've done that now right which way do you want to go but if you yeah, have yeah. sometimes i did do three rooms and die and got sent all the way back so and then i just oh. chose at that point i was like oh well that was a bit difficult i'll go in that door and try that way uh, the rooms are different, which is really good. They have like some aesthetics of fire and chains, others like dark and swampy, each with like unique enemies. Um, so it all provides like slightly different challenges and obstacles. To um, you know, some rooms have flat lava on the floor, others have crushing platforms that come from above that you've got to avoid being squashed. Uh, there's yeah. platforming, hidden switches to do hidden platforms so you can get to hidden items because the idea is to try and collect as many runes as possible to access boss rooms. So once you've collected a certain amount of these runes, you can unlock a boss to fight and then there's loads of different uh, variations on the bosses, which is pretty fun. Uh, drop-in multiplayer. I haven't experienced this yet because obviously I'm just playing the single player but the idea that you can drop in and out on multiplayer on this sounds great to me. Um, yeah. You, but you share the same pool of lives. Ooh. So you have ten lives. Oh, so you got to trust someone. Yeah. So if there's ten, if there's sorry, if there's four of you, then you you've really got to work together. And rather than just like you'd run- never want me coming into your game because <laughs> you've lost all yeah, your yeah. Rather than just running off and, <laughs> and shooting enemies by yourself. This very much seems like you have to work as a team, stick together, yeah. work out a plan. If there is an area where there's a lot of enemies, you think, right, fuck, how are we going to do this? Back F- to back. Figure that out, yeah. Um, it looks stunning, mate. I've just looked at photos. It looks stunning. Yeah, I mean, the, it, there are a few things that I I think it could be better on. I don't think the, a lot of the enemies are that imaginative. There are mm-hmm. a lot of different enemies, but they're... Some of them are a little bit bland, and there is literally various versions of a rolling, screaming ball. <laughs> like one is an acid ball, one is a fireball, one is a rock ball. They just bounce around the room, screaming. You can hear them, like you got headsets on and stuff, and you're like, 
I can hear it behind me. It's somewhere. It's like a night out where, yeah. I, where, where I live. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere bouncing around, screaming. And then the next minute you turn around, it just whacks you in the face. Yeah, for fuck's sake. But um, yeah. the music isn't great. Um, Is it not uh, death metal? It looks like it should be death metal. It's just not as impactful as, say, Doom. You know, when you go mm. into an area in Doom and the music kicks in, you're like, fucking right. You know, just shotgun in time. Yeah, for it's time. You know, shit's about to go down. Yeah, I aren't feeling that with the music at the moment. It's just kind of oh, there in the background. I did read on a Steam early access review. They said they were working on music. So I don't know whether this is the finished product. I suspect it is. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would like music to be a bit better and the divine creature constantly talking to you gets a bit annoying especially when you repeat stuff over and over again like i was in an area clearing clearing out enemies and he just kept going something like scathe you need to collect these scathe you need to collect these it's the same thing over and over again oh he's like, called scathe That's yeah funny. the character's scared yeah i was like i was like i get it mate i need to collect these runes but i'm trying Doom to kill yeah i'm trying to kill the enemies first because they're in the way of the runes <laughs> But oh, other wow. than that, like it's, I've really enjoyed it. When I first put it on, I just thought oh, this is a bit doom light. Mm. But as I played through it more, I I really started to enjoy it a lot more. It runs perfect on the Steam Deck. It has been so good to just pick up and play wherever I want. And it's quick. It you know it loads quickly. Uh, it runs really smoothly. I'm really looking forward to because I know a few of my mates are thinking about getting it to try the the multiplayer on it. But yeah, it's you, you will ascend to hell together, mate. I'm I'm confident. Descend to hell. Oh, oh wow, yeah, descend, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, you're going down. Yeah, but it isn't doom, despite obvious similarities. Like it does yeah. lack gun puzzle areas and weapon balance like Doom. There are only like three weapons in the game at the moment. I feel like it's one of those games where they might over time release new dungeons, new weapons, new enemies. Um, yeah, if it catches on, they'll put more in. Yeah, but it looks the part. The maze-like levels, like all look really dark and menacing, and it's kind of there's enough in there to for it to not get boring and not get repetitive. So cool. I am I am enjoying it. What would you give it out of ten at the moment then? Uh, I'm maybe about seven and a half into it. Yeah, but into I I, I aren't as far into it as I'd like to have got. Like I I. I Maybe when I get a bit further and it like yeah meet some of the big bosses and it becomes a bit of a challenge and a bit more yeah a bit more difficult because there are sometimes sometimes there are rooms where you go in and you can just stand there and shoot and the enemies run at you and that that's pretty dull. But when there's a do you know where it's, you know it's priced at? Um, no, because I've got it already on my Steam. Yeah, I let think me on CD keys it was like thirty two quid. Yeah, it's just Steam page hasn't got a price on yet. It just says add to your wish list. Yeah, yeah. I reckon if oh. you if you like that kind of thing, for if you can get it, if there's codes for around fifteen to twenty quid, you'll enjoy it. it it's coming to consoles as well, so it'll be seventy quid on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but no, bang into it. I'm 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 really enjoying just the ability to just awesome. j- jump into it and not have to worry about any kind of storyline or any shite that goes along with that. Running. Sometimes you need it, don't you? You just yeah. need some uh, gameplay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Excellent. Thank you, mate. Thank you for that lovely review as well. Big it? Uh, yeah, I've had a uh, family over for a week, so I've uh, been drinking heavily. 
Are you reviewing yeah. them? <laughs> <laughs> First up, my wife. <laughs> Five out of ten. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lots of heavy drinking. Um, we went to basically M. Flem's house, a friend of the show. He put the the lads up to stay at his place while the girls stayed at my house. So it's that's been that's really that's cool having a bachelor pad. Boys, boys, lads, lads, lads. At the boys, end of boys, the evening, boys, lads, lots lads. of alcohol, lots of couch 2K21 golfing, which is great fun. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say yeah, Battlefield. <laughs> Come on, lads, play this. It's good, I promise. Shut up. I thought he was going to say something else entirely. <laughs> but, uh, boys kissing on the sofa. <laughs> been very tiring playing that. So to chill out, uh, there's two things I want to talk about really quickly, though. Uh, the first one was actually recommended by M. Flem, and that's Somebody Feed Phil. It's a, a TV series, a food travel documentary show. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this. Basically, nope. each episode follows a guy called Phil Rosenthal. He was a writer on Everybody Loves Raymond. So he's a, like a comedian stroke writer. And he basically... Oh, so he's not a very funny man. Uh, yeah, it can't be funny. Actually, can't. he's very warm as a presenter. Um, he basically tours... So not the, funny. Shut up. He tours, <laughs> he tours the cuisine of each episode's featured city or country that he goes to. So the first two episodes that we watched was um, Bangkok. He's been to um, Montreal. And there's somewhere else I can't think of where it was. But yeah, the, the food is phenomenal. Um, he spotlights charities and non-profit organizations that operate in each region. Um, the the TV show is obviously. And now you feel bad, don't you, Gadget? No. <laughs> the, t- the TV show is filmed in like you know proper high definition, so the food as it's presented just looks amazing, and it's just a joy to watch. Um, the guy's Jewish, so at the end of each episode, he then does a, Love it. a Zoom call with his family, his mum and dad, who are really funny as well, and he has a little chat about where he's been at the end of each episode, and just has a quick chat with them. So it's really warm, it's a really chilled out show that you can just sit back and enjoy. Um, where he's been, and um, yeah, I love it. I thought it was really good, just uh, quite funny at times. Every time he eats food, he's got these big eyes, he looks a bit like a tall, gangly, almost Mr. Bean like. Watch your words, watch your words, but uh, yeah, every time he eats, his <laughs> eyes open wide as he starts eating this wonderful okay. food. It looks really cool. Um, really enjoyed that. I think that's, I think that's a medical condition, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got... but the main thing I want to it's got a stigmatism. Very quickly touch upon because it's very hard to talk about the show without going into spoilers. But I have also watched Devs, which came out in 2020. I love that show. So it was written and directed by Alex Garland, um, who also obviously did Ex Machina and Annihilation, amongst other stuff. Um, Ex Machina. Sorry, Ex Machina. Yeah, sorry. And uh, yeah, it's a fantastic. <laughs> Shut up! I've got no confidence in what I'm saying anymore. Um, but yeah, just uh, you should have, mate. You're very good at your job. The basic synopsis, without going into too much detail, is that uh, the main character, Lily Chan, is played brilliantly by Sonoya Mizuno. I hope I pronounced that right. She is a software engineer for a company called Amaya, which is kind of like your big Apple, Google kind of tech company. Um, and they have a quantum computing company run by Forrest, played by the brilliant Nick Offerman. He of Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Swanson fight. She soon becomes embroiled in the mysterious death of her boyfriend who died on the very first day of his new job at Devs. No one knows what Devs does. It's very sort of hush, hush, hush. Um, the series explores themes related to free will, determinism, as well as obviously the Silicon Valley. 
Um, it's just fantastic. The cinematography is amazing. The mint in the, it. It's so good. The score is kind of really dark. Um, and each episode might end on a you know really well chosen song by a band, and it really fits in with the theme of what's just happened. Uh, direction I yeah. thought was fantastic. Um, it may have plot holes here and there, but at the end of the day, the fact that the imagination behind the subject matter about whether we're all involved in fate or whether we do have our own free choice, it's just incredible. It's only eight episodes. It's currently uh, showing. I think it's perfect length on Disney Plus. Mm. Yeah, and it's a one and done as well. So there's not going to be any second series. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't do really. Um, it just, yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good, and I loved Ex Machina. I thought that was fantastic, and Annihilation. To be fair, I quite enjoyed that as well. Yeah, I liked them both as well. But yeah, this is so. I, good. I, I think Devs is sensational, mate. It's one of the first things I watched during the uh, pandemic, and yeah, it's, it's quite. Um, I don't know how, how to put it. It's quite scary, isn't it? Scary. It, it's you don't want to reveal it's very deep, isn't it? Yeah, you don't want to reveal what they end up developing. Yeah. You don't want to go into that yeah, too exactly. much. But I think the themes around quantum physics and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I understand, it? if not any of it, all of it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just <laughs> you just sit back and enjoy the, the, the journey, basically. And it's just so good. And there's twists and all sorts of things. And, all the supporting cast are fantastic as well. Um, yeah, it's super just get it watched. It's, if you've got Disney Plus, just watch it. It's so good. He's on there now. Oh, yeah. oh that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Mint. And I might rewatch that. It's been a couple. God, it's been closer to three years than I'd like to admit when I watched that. <laughs> but yeah, good, good, good pick, mate. Good. Pick. I'm glad you watched that because I don't think many people did. Not a lot of people talk and about more, it. But more eyes. Which surprises me because they did for a while, didn't they? They talked about it for about a month, and then just dropped off. I know, I know these one and dones do usually drop off. Like when was the last person that chatted to you about Tiger King? Nobody. Yeah, but that was <laughs> that was what happened in twenty twenty, wasn't it? It was like everyone was just moving yeah. on from one thing to the next because it's like, things, yeah, if you weren't working, you were stuck at home and had things you needed to but fill Devs the time. Is one yeah. of those, one of those like top tier shows, like Biggie was saying, it's it's, it's a bit bigger than just. Oh, it released exactly when people needed to watch something. It's, I think it's bigger than that. It's mm. just a fucking fantastic show. I want to give a quick shout out to Jin Har as well, who played uh, Lily Chan's ex Jamie. He was one of the, the stars of the show. As yes, well. really, really cool. Yes, everyone in it. Everyone in it's brilliant. Excellent. Has that been your week, mate? That's it, dude. Cool. Finally, me. Uh, not much to say. Uh, I've been watching. Um, House of the Dragon. I always have to look what it's called, House of the Dragon. <laughs> House, I keep wanting to House say House of, of Flying Dragon. Dragons. House of the <laughs> Flying Dragons. Well, that would be accurate. Yeah, the Game of Thrones um, prequel slash spin-off. Um, we're two episodes in now, aren't we? When I writ this script, yeah, we, we weren't. That's how long it's taken us to do this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's not script of the show, by the way. I'm, I'm kidding. Only kidding. I am kidding. Kidding. It's good. It's good so far. Um, Gadget, you've um, been watching it as well, haven't you, mate? Yeah. Have you been watching it? Has everyone else been watching it? I've only watched episode one yet. Pure it. (laughs) Yeah, episode one. I think episode one is better than two. And it's the one I talked about most. Um, I've not... I don't think it's hit quite what um, Game of Thrones did in its peak. But then again, it's only early days and Game of Thrones wasn't big at first, was it? 
No, I mean, Game of Thrones had a really slow start. Yeah, oh, God, this yeah. This one's having just... a bit, bit pacier a start. I think it's got good, um, it's got better endings to each episode. Make you go, oh, I've got to wait a week. Oh. It's, it's, it's also having to set up the politics, which is a really complicated thing to set up. Like, um, the first two episodes are very politics heavy. Yeah. But like. just, just guys sat around a table squabbling. I love that. It doesn't have that. to set the world up. That's uh, the thing. That's, that's the best that's thing. The yeah. advantage. It doesn't have to set that world so up. It's a so little like, bit snappier. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I've got and, to, um, I've got to say like Paddy Considine sensational. He's it, fucking brilliant. It feels like a king that's struggling. But I think he's good in everything he touches. Matt Smith's sensational. The surrounding ca- um Reese fans mm. snuck in there. Absolutely Didn't recognize him. Absolutely you never recognize Reese fans. You never recognize him. He's, he's a chameleon. A chameleon. He just snuck in there sensational putting on this English accent that's probably making him fucking vile. <laughs> he probably hates that. But he is brilliant. He's my secret best character so far. I think he's. I think he's got a lot more to play in this. The grand scheme of this, and I do like with this show. We're not. It's, the, the the arc is not getting someone to sit on the Iron Throne. There's no White Walkers coming. This is a family's trouble, and I kind of yeah. I kind of like that a lot. I'd love them to do each a different season as a different family. I know they're not gonna, but I'd I like that. I think that this might push along in timeline as like the crown does. It, well, obviously because they've this, got, they've got multiple takes actors play, play, uh, takes place playing. Over, the first series is meant to take place over ten years, and then yeah, they've it, got different actors playing different you roles. Could, I've already seen that. You could push this to the point of when Daenerys is born. You could, you could, because you absolutely. could. If you got good. six series out of this, you could just push each series like up. And tell the whole story of the Targaryens and their fall. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And why, why the dragons stopped being yeah. existing and stuff like that. That I, I, I don't know. I think the Targaryens, I, even though they were they were massively spoken about in the books and in 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 the show, though, there were only two left when we first started the show. Do you know what I mean? Well, spoiler alert: three. Uh, there were only three left. Four. So this is uh, four. Oh yeah, there's four. There's one on the wall, isn't there? Mm. <laughs> but yeah, the, but yeah, this is they're all there, and you've got the Valerians as well. You know what I mean? These yeah. from, from a grand dynasty, and I, I don't know. There's something about it. you know. Ultimately, these people will fail, and I think that's what's good about it. It's all based on a fake history book, isn't it? That's the yes. Cra- like yes. if you want to know what happened, you can go and read. You can read it. Read it in a history book that uh, George R. R. Martin wrote. The fire and yeah. bone, or something yeah. like that. Fire and blood, something like that. That's it. Rather, rather than make the last book, he did that instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. But yeah, it, I, I think it's it's a proper strong start. It's again, it's HBO, just, just fantastic. And did you notice uh, if you've watched uh, episode two, that's when we first got the intro, because mm. we didn't have the intro on yeah. the first episode, did we? And the intro, yeah. I, I really like this new intro. It's proper badass. I thought it was a bit I odd just... to not do it in the first episode. Yeah, the second episode, it's there, mate. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. It's I not one minute common, though, like now. the original one. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of the the, 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 uh, the Marvel shows, they haven't been doing an intro on the first one. Because a, lo- a lot of the time, it'll episode, give away... It? Yeah, a lot of the time, it'll give away some of the characters you don't know about as well. I think true, Moon Knight, uh, which is another thing I did this week, but we've spoken over and over again about it. I don't think you saw a Moon Knight um, opening until the second episode potentially I yeah i can't 
can't remember. I mean, we can listen back to the episodes me and Stig did that no one else listened to. I can now. Uh, we spoke about that. We spoke about that <laughs> in um, in great detail. But yeah, I I really like the intro. It's nice to hear the uh, the music again. But I, I don't I don't, I don't like that they reused the music. I wish it had it. I think it sounds better. I think it sounds the they've remastered. I mean, a, they've remade a, it, haven't they? Yeah, they re-recorded it. But it's like I wish it had its own theme tune. Does it use yeah, a Game of Thrones song? Mm. Yes, but yeah. slightly tweaked. Slightly it's like a, tweaked. It's like a choir, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a choir doing it. Because I know in episode one, it kind of gives you, does that musical stick right at the beginning. Things. I thought, that's fine. Yeah. It's leading us into this world. We're seeing King's Landing again, play the Game of Thrones theme. Fine. It should have its own theme. It needs. It should have yeah, its own theme. Yeah, because isn't that, isn't that song called The Song of Ice and Fire, which this is not about that, is it? Because Ice and Fire is the book, uh, titles. Is, um, is the book titles. So, yeah. Mm, yeah, you're, back. you're, it's, you're it's, right it's, there, right? It's, it's a bit odd. It, there's a few things that, are th- that, I mean, it doesn't really take away that much from me, but there's a few things that are on the nose. Like when, uh, and I can never remember the name, Renaria. The, oh, Renaria. Renaria. They all sound yeah. the same. They've all got the same fucking names. Yeah. They've all got AE in the name, haven't they? There's Rena. Anyway, when Chief kind of first appears in it, and obviously she's hopping off the back of a dragon, you see her from the back, and she's got the same... Well, yeah, the hair's done the same way as Daenerys, wearing the same kind of tunic, and then she turns out it's obviously not her, but it's just like, come on, it's a bit on the nose, lads. Yeah, she looks like nose. her a lot, doesn't she? <laughs> well, they're yeah. all meant to, aren't they, inbred fucks? <laughs> no, 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 but, no, but like, de- <laughs> deliberate, deliberate. Yeah, title. he's right, it is Daenerys. Right. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I've... I've I, I, have, I have been re-watching Game of Thrones. Um, do you know what I did? I, I did my stupid thing again. I was convinced to myself that season eight is not as bad as it was, so I watched that first. Shite, you idiot! It's absolute shite. So I've gone, <laughs> I've gone back to the beginning now, and I'm, I'm. There's so much I missed. Do you know what I mean? So much. Do, 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 you, do you not remember the advice that we had from from the from the showrunners that we're struggling to see in in uh, the Battle of Winterfell that we just had to turn the brightness up on my telly? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so bad, isn't it? The Battle of the Long Night, that one. Oh god, that yeah. episode. Fuck. Come on, we've been here. We've done this. We've done this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that's what I've been. I've been in, entrenched in Game of Thrones. But another thing I've been doing, and something I want to announce to the dear listeners, I've started a new podcast. What? What? <laughs> Who knew? You guys knew. We <laughs> knew. <laughs> Who knew? Um, yeah, I've started a new podcast, similar in vein to how we did a spin-off podcast, Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep, which is its own entity, but under the uh, umbrella of modern escapism. I've launched a new podcast and it will be available from the 6th of September. We're doing launching. Launching, yes, launching. And I do need to get all the back ends of stuff set up on that, actually. Yeah, sorry, mate. You don't want to give me passwords (laughs) to shit like that. Absolutely not. (laughs) If it'll be deleted. I am not giving you the hosting passwords. (laughs) No. Remember when I used to do it? Bad time. I do. I, I do remember having a pesty one a Thursday morning. Go oodles, oodles, fucking upload it. <laughs> yeah, I used to forget all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I've started a new podcast. I mean, I've I've, I've recorded. I've actually got this is a bit peepy. I've recorded five episodes already, so I am in front. Mainly because this shows three weeks behind <laughs> this episode. Yeah, but I I am in front. Um. I, I, let me let me announce what it, it's called: Deep Dive Lounge. Um, what it is, it's basically a podcast where I sit down and I interview other podcasters, other people 
of influence, not influencers, but other people of influence. Um, I've got a OnlyFans person on one of the episodes, uh, someone I know. You're so excited about it, aren't you? Oh, it's good. I've also got a very special guest called Gadget already recorded. He's on episode two. Never heard and of him. Gadget didn't I'm like... I'm born enough for episode one. Gadget really didn't like how I was on that, did you, mate? <laughs> no. <laughs> you were like a normal human being. It was un- uncanny. Yeah, because the synopsis is, I will basically interview each person. It's only an half an hour show. Um, well, roughly, and I interview each person I get on every episode the same ten questions, um, and that's that's the premise. And my first episode, the Virgin episode, is with uh, Mark Plant- Planty, who was on every podcast ever. So he Never got onto the him. very first, he got onto the he got onto the very first episode of my show, and it, it went places. I've, you've listened to it, haven't you, Gadget? You've listened to it, Stig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was good. It got quite emotional, didn't it? Um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm very professional on it. Believe it or not, I let the person I'm interviewing speak. <laughs> I'm very quiet on it. And, and I noticed when I was speaking to Gadget doing it, it was waiting for me to say something. I'm just going, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was proper interviewing. It's Frost Nixon levels of um, <laughs> eyebrow. It's really good. The fucking ego. The ego. <laughs> but it's not about me. I don't answer the questions. It's about... I mean, he's Nixon, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's about the guests. And it's, I don't know, it's... I'm really enjoying doing it. I'm getting some interesting people on it. And if you're listening to this, you never know. I might I might bring you up and get you on an episode. I can't wait to do the uh, Biggie episode. Whew. Looking forward to it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's Deep Dive Lounge. It's coming in your ears very soon. Um, we're going to do some stuff with the patron regarding it. To, you'll get it earlier. I don't know the back-end stuff. I just, I just produce the content. The adults deal with the content. But yeah, I've started a new podcast, and I believe as a network, we're going to be branching out even further as the year presses on. We've got other things. I'm not going to announce them because it's not my job to announce them. But we've got other things in the pipeline. So it's our hundredth episode today, but we're branching out. We're we're adults now, aren't we? We're the grand age of wizards now. We're, <laughs> we're old men and and older. And I'm just so. I'm, yeah, I'm just excited. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Please be as brutal as you want. If you don't like it, just fucking tell me. I will cry, but you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really proud of it. And again, Gadget was so surprised because I usually record them on an evening. Me and Gadget did it in an afternoon. It was sunny outside. It was so weird, wasn't it, mate? Oh, I could, I, I could see you. Yeah. Podcasting like in the light, it's not good. We did, we did some Marvel right, episodes. Yeah. It, it was light outside. I was like, it's not right. It's not right. Well, the, 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 old, <laughs> the, the whole theme right, of it is sat in a, in a bar, in a cigar lounge, just chatting, you know, like the old 70s interviews that you used to see. And it was so sunny and beautiful outside. I was drinking an energy drink and Gadget was drinking Pepsi Max and it just did it. <laughs> there was something odd about it. But when I did it with Planty, I was probably, I was drinking, I mean, Planty doesn't drink, but yeah, it's just, I'm so I'm so excited for you all to to hear it. And people that I've got in touch with, you know that I'm coming to you to get those episodes recorded. It doesn't take long. Again, we are probably on call for 40 minutes, weren't we, Gadget? Something like that, yeah. If you feel like you could, I'm not going to tell you what the questions are now, but listen to the first episode. If you feel like you could answer those questions, let, get in touch with me. If you're interested enough, not if you're just going to poke holes at my questions like Gadget did. <laughs> you, you're going to bring me on, I'm going to answer the questions the way I want to answer them. 
yeah, I'm just, I'm really proud of it. I know it's fucking, again, ego stroking. It's my show, but it's still a modern escapism show. So please listen to that. And by the time you hear this episode, it'll have been announced on Twitter and stuff like that. So that's what I've been doing. I've been working for Ooh. us. It's all for us, guys, for the greater good. The greater good. The greater good. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. Come on, Candy. Let's get. Sorry, I tuned out for I know, a sec. Right, I know. I'm sorry. You've got the accent. I know. Do it. We're waiting for you. The greater good. Perfect. Perfect. There. So let's get on with the main topic. This is it, guys. This is the hundredth episode. Not technically. It's not. It's not. It's like hundred and one or something like that. <laughs> It's just I think it's our hundred and fourth because we've put other things out. Yeah, and if we've if we've if you include patrons episode and other specials and stuff like that, it's probably like, it's probably like our two hundredth episode. Something <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like I said, we did. We I think I think I clocked it in do, doing some rudimentary maths. About twelve thousand hours of content we've done. Something. Like Audio that. Boom like, says it's our hundredth, so it's hundred. <laughs> yes. Also, I think your maths is way off I there. Said, I, I said rudimentary. <laughs> no, wrong. Yeah, well, well. You know what I mean? Pinocchio, Pinocchio. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> so, yeah, this main topic is basically what we, we're going to just chat as, an indiv- as, as individuals and as a cabal about what we've experienced in these past hundred or so episodes. And, I mean... It's just a free, free-flowing conversation, really, isn't it? We've got we're talking about as best bits and stuff like that. So whoever wants to jump in, fucking jump. I very quickly mention then because when we first talked about what we're going to do about this, I was uh, working at home, so I thought I'd listen to a few random episodes and try and pick some bits out and some notes. So I went right back to the beginning and played the promo that Gadget oh, wow. originally oh, no. recorded, and it's brilliant. Aww. I love that because promo. It's a, oh, the promo is great. It's aggressive gadget. It's so funny listening to that. It's <laughs> brilliant. Know. He sounds so angry, doesn't he? It's brilliant because when we he sounds so angry when he first did it. It was we all so he explained what he was going to do. We listened to it. We're like, yeah, it's perfect, brilliant. And then you listen to it, and it's still great. But how angry is he? Escapism. We all do it. It's human nature to seek distraction and relief from the unpleasantness of reality. We seek out entertainment, we fantasize, we search for the light when times are dark. This universal human truth brings us together and provides a space for great works of creativity and imagination to exist. This podcast is our crusade. It's our battle cry. To aid and abet procrastination is our goal. This ever-rotating cast of malcontents and mirthmakers has one mission. To entertain you and distract you from the doldrums of everyday life. Movies, TV, games, sport, technology, social media, everything in between and beyond will be discussed, divulged, and dissected every episode. So ladies and gentlemen, please join us every Thursday and cast away the shackles of mundanity. This, my friends, is modern escapism. Thing is, me, 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 me and Gadget wrote the script for that promo and it... We didn't write it angry, did we, mate? You wouldn't. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just performed it angry. I think just I was, I was trying it to make it sound epic. I think I was trying to make it sound dramatic mm. or something like that. But yeah, I think we should, we should probably cut a new promo that's a bit yeah. more like 
the bullshit that we put out. And at the end, I'm going to go, we've got a girl on as well. <laughs> and everyone's going to run in. Because <laughs> that's what we were massively missing at the beginning. Do, do, doing a musical style just like, like rip off that the open of the Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah. We were, we get like, uh, join the Warner Brothers and their Warner sister dot and just have candy just pop in just for the line. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I, yeah. I, I, I looked about when we first did started and it was the 20th of August two years ago. So he just slightly actually missed our, oh, technically our second birthday. Not my fault. No, but this this kind of feels like uh, <laughs> feels more like it anyway, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. And everything started again with well, episode twenty four. So the reboot, yeah. the reboot. Yeah. Although I did, so I went back and I was looking at because obviously we've lost episodes for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. Long time listeners know why. So we lost the Christmas episode where I got absolutely fucked. <laughs> Um, the first office Christmas party, first one, legendary, where where the term "stigged" came from. Yeah. Right, and I drank yeah. a full bottle yeah. of whiskey, and like a full bottle of whiskey, and it took me a week to get over it. <laughs> I remember there was a moment Dead. where I was like, I was just watching. I'm like, that bottle was full when we started. I was just looking. I'm like, he's got a quart left, and then looking at looking again. Obviously, I'm getting drunk. We're all getting drunk, and I'm like, there's none left. And he, there was one moment. On the video, I remember. I remember it clearly. There's one moment where you picked an empty bottle up and you were still drinking an empty bottle. <laughs> you're fucked, mate. Yeah. I don't know why you did that. I'd, I'd, oh. I'd forgotten that the New Year's episode started with your me statement. giving out a statement. Your statement is brilliant. And I went back. Yeah, I, <laughs> I went back and listened to that. So before we move on. Um, and getting to the uh, rest of the pod, uh, I believe our Stig has prepared a statement that he'd like to read. So over to you, Stig. Uh, thank you, Biggie. Um, yes, so I do have a statement to read. Uh, dear Modern Escapers and listeners, uh, 30 days or so ago we recorded what would be our first Christmas show, an extended show where all six of us got together, had a few drinks and did what we do best, talk. Unfortunately, there was an incident on the show and copious amounts of whiskey were drained by one member, myself. This resulted in not only a god-awful hangover that took me nearly a week to get over, but my most heinous of crimes to date. I didn't save my recording. Luckily, we have an expert in control of the editing and Gadget was able to pull out a fantastic show with Zoom backups. So firstly, I'd like to apologise to Gadget for all the trouble I caused him. Secondly, I'd like to apologise to you dear listeners. Not for the excessive swearing, or the increasing volume of my voice, the slurring or the talking over people, but for the sheer audacity of saying that Love Actually wasn't that bad of a film. <laughs> I couldn't sleep with a sound conscious knowing that I'd said these words for all the world to hear, so I had to make amends, <laughs> and for that I apologise. And finally, since the show was released, there's been a lot of chatter about being stigged. Something I tried to rally against to start with, but have come to accept. So I welcome being stigged as a thing with open arms. I've had a lot of time to soul search and ponder the future, and I know sooner or later there'll be a time for me to retire the whiskey. So tonight, right here on Modern Escapism, in front of my esteemed cohorts and all you listeners, I have to announce... (laughs) 
that I will never retire the whiskey. I will only retire the whiskey when I'm dead in this chair. I love the whiskey. It's going nowhere. Woo! Stigged for life. Thank you very much for listening. And now back to your reg regular scheduled programming. Yeah, I remember that. The, uh, I remember remember during that during that Christmas episode because we, we we did Secret Santa, and then you guys had all kind of got me an extra gift because I'd done so much work with the editing. Yes, and Stig had coordinated with Pip to have it hidden in the house for like the, yes. a few days beforehand, and so then like he says, "Oh, go out and look at the the cupboard on your landings." What the fuck? So I go out and I come back in with the gift, and then, as I'm sat there opening it, Stig, he's so pissed. <laughs> He's going, we fucking did you, bitch. Yeah, yeah, we did you, yeah, you He's going, me and Pip, me and Pip were like this, we're like this. I was like, is Stig having an affair with Pip here? Because this is, this is ridiculous. It was so fucking good, wasn't oh, it? Now? It is a shame that episode's lost because there is a great moment where we're getting towards the end of it and it's just everyone goes quiet. He goes, Stig's gone. I remember that. Because he was so drunk. He, he so drunk he was just, he, he wanted to get to bed. He just turned his computer off and fucked off. <laughs> I said, um, not just fucked I said off, on his pa around, Patreon, collapsed, we've just collapsed on the floor. Oh, that's so funny. On the, on the Patreon episode, we've just recorded. I said that because I'm an editor now and I know how to edit, I might just go back and just re, re, re say all the lines we've had to cut out and, and re upload the video. It's just me talking to myself. <laughs> if, For the if, people that can't if be there's on. anything from there that we can sample. I'm like, yeah, I've got yeah. through and just sample some of my fucking. I'm gonna have a look. I'm gonna have a look. I'm gonna have a look through and and see because I've got I've got every single episode we've ever done on an ad ad version of it. Oh, on send, a, send on me a, that. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? I might go through. I that. will do, mate. I might go through that and just do a edit of me just getting drunker and louder. Just skip it to me. <laughs> <laughs> there was one bit. There's one bit where it's like, oh, Stig's got. Oh, his internet must have gone. And then I think it's gadget went. No, nah, no. Nah. That's not his internet. No, he's gone. That's not his internet. <laughs> he's just gone. And we went on for another half an hour while you were dead, mate. I want to give a, a shout out to Gadget for that episode as well, because that episode was a director's theme episode that I was hosting. And Gadget brilliantly, I hate to make his ego even bigger, but he blended the THX intro into the modern escapism oh, intro. Yeah. He did. He and did. It is he so did. sublime the way he does it. It's brilliant. It just it's a perfect he did. blend. He, did. he doesn't spend that much time anymore. He can't be fucked. <laughs> he edits too much. I spend a, I spend a lot of time doing this. I'll have you fucking know. I only do an I only edit an half an hour podcast, mate. I don't know how you do a two and a half hour I'm fucking hell. Oh Stig this episode. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I do you know what like We've all got. I don't know if you you guys are, but we've got written down some of our favourite moments, and I'm going to go through a few of mine. Um, I mean, my number one favourite moment is when you original lot. Sorry, Candy, you weren't alive then, but you original <laughs> lot. Um, you agreed to do this with me when I put the call out in a different Discord and said, "Please, I've 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 just lost my other podcast. Someone come and because like, like, because my other podcast was." around a table and we none of us were technologically advanced enough to know what zoom was then oh, thank fuck gadget <laughs> and, decided to join this oh, imagine if it not imagine if it not <laughs> fucking hell it, it'd be the worst sounding thing ever but yeah um you all agreed to do it and like like kieran that's still in his um still in his discord good boy proper good boy he was there as well and it was just a rollicking time 
and I mean, I do like what it is today rather than what it was last. I mean, we've had that many reboots. I didn't used to host every episode. Remember yeah. them days when people liked the show? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the reboot, that little, uh, it, little Gear announcement thingy that we did. Really silly yeah. clips. And that. that was really <sighs> cool. I, I did enjoy that. Took fucking ages, that. <laughs> I for me. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. So I guess... Modern escapism. It's probably a good time to ask Candy then, because if she was just a listener, were you there right from the beginning? I mean, how did you mm-hmm. find out about us? How well, did you get involved you know, like, as a, a listener? Well, the reason I started listening, obviously, was through Pip and Gadget. And I thought, well, you know, I'll give it a listen as a... Not as a favour, but as a as a courtesy. It's like, it was I'll, a favour. I'll just see what this is all about. And I got absolutely hooked. And also, I mean, the same thing happened to my best friend, Acid Pearl, who describes the podcast as annoyingly good. So she did the same, you know, just as a courtesy, started listening. And she listens. You get that on the post. Yeah, she, she listens every week. Straight away, now. But I remember <laughs> annoyingly I Annoyingly good. Annoyingly good, yeah. But I, I remember I would watch, I would listen Every Sunday without fail. Yeah, there was no watching then. There was no, no watching. watching back then. Although I think the Christmas episode was uh, that one was on YouTube, it was. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, because I do seem to remember seeing that and seeing. Yes, the, it was. I saw and the stigging. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely on YouTube for a while, for a long time actually. I've also got the video saved as well. <laughs> so that that could be whipped out one day. And not only that one, I remember like. A real highlight for me as a listener was the, and I've said it before in the pods, is the uh, is, was the Christmas Carol because I listened to the original version <laughs> and then I listened to the one that you released several days later, which was like the uncut version. So I heard the uncut chaos, and I just, I just, I was just screaming. I remember specifically yeah. what I was doing. I was playing on ESO, and there's no point listening. So I was listening to the podcast at the same time, and I was just absolutely dead, just dying laughing. Thing is, the, the old the older host that planned that, I mean. Props to him. It was a great idea. Um, he wanted to do it like pretty straight faced and stuff like that. I just came in and destroyed it. It was the Welsh accent. <laughs> Fucking Welsh accent out of nowhere. That killed me. I was like, I'm trying That's to so be. Me. He was so furious at me. I could see it in his face. I thought, I'm rolling with it. I'm sticking. Oh, it's I'm, I'm sticking so to my guns. Funny and like, and I'm I'm trying to be all. I'm trying to be serious because it's a serious moment, and you're just like pulling out this fucking caricature of a Welsh accent. And then Dubican lost his way, didn't he? Because we were all laughing so much. And he, what he came up with next as part of the script made no sense <laughs> to the, the scene at all. He just went, he just went, yippee, out of nowhere because he'd missed the actual, <laughs> he'd, gone ahead, he'd gone ahead in his lines and just put that in. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, that edit was awful. The thing it is, it was a half so hour long. script, wasn't it? And it, <laughs> it was a half hour script and the whole recording was like an hour, hour and 10 or something yeah. like that. And it, it took me, I, I had to, I, I he'd sent me like he'd sent me the script like the full script to look at. Yeah, I had to piece it together <laughs> yeah. from everything. It's like the most convoluted edit I've ever done. Yeah, and find all the bits of like background music and all and sound effects and stuff like that. And, oh my god, it was awful. I don't want to do anything like that again. And then we do a D and D podcast. <laughs> well, here's the announcement, guys. Um, this Christmas we're doing it again. This time with <laughs> no, we're fucking not. <laughs> no, remember you can edit it now. He no, just said, Mister Mister, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. No, you don't want to do that because when you think you've got a good idea, and I've done this with a Patreon episode, 
oh, this will be really <laughs> good. I'll put a bit of music in happens. here. I'll put some sound effects in here. And then when you have to do it for yeah. about the fifth or sixth time down the line, you're like, fuck's sake, copy and paste, move that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought to myself, like, I've, I've done, I've, I've recorded five episodes of Deep Dive Lines and I thought, I'll just stick a template on. Can't. You can't. It don't <laughs> work. It no. never works. Like, I, I, when we did <laughs> that, um, the, the action hero drafts, it sounded, it sounded like a good idea when, when Biggie first mentions Riggs and I put in the Lethal <laughs> Weapon music. I was like, that works really well. It sounds really good. And then it was, I have to find the theme music or some kind of music to fit every other fucking person. And each of us had five and there's five <laughs> of us. Yeah. I was like, I have to yeah. find 25 samples of music, save them all, edit yeah. them down, yeah. put them in. I was like, never yeah. doing this again. <laughs> It's crazy. Oh yeah, it's very it's it's very easy to get overcomplicated with with with, uh, with the Oh yeah, mine have really with... stopped being complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I, I think the one I'd, I spent the most time on. Again, we keep talking about these episodes that are kind of lost to time. Um but the oh, Dragon's yeah, yeah, yeah. Den one. Oh, oh that yeah. was so Fuck. good. Like where I ended up putting the music in and I was imitating what's his face the host from it and that's you were. Who did you Hollow did Days? Who does was it? You that did Hollow yeah. Days? Yeah, that was. It was yeah. noodles. That was noodles special. Yeah. <laughs> going back Black to Mirror took my, took my idea. Going back to old episodes, I I think it was. I think it's one of us. Um, who had the fridge? That horrible fridge. Who told the fridge story? That was the. Uh, that was the old host. Oh, that I oh, remember. Yeah, was the old host? Yeah. Yeah, I remember no, that being. Yeah. No. For rights reasons. <laughs> we can cut that bit out. That's fine. <laughs> No, no, no! You can keep it in. Absolutely, <laughs> it's on the it's on the cutting room floor. Leave it. Everything's it's staying up in the air. But Let I remember that being a high. Reel off some of other bits of the moments that I've got written down. Here. I've got. <laughs> I might save that for last because it's still too sad. I've, I, no, fuck it. Stig's Cliff Richard calendar. <laughs> yeah, that was on my. People that don't know. People that don't know. <laughs> that was me. That was you. Um, Stig. Stig twigged on. Quite soon after, when he realised that I picked him last deliberately, <laughs> <laughs> for emphasis, because you guys know content is king, and I provided. Stig didn't mean to provide it. Oh, you did. But provide. he provided. I'm never going to do that again. This guy, poor lad. This guy, always fucking banging on, saying like, like, oh no, I, I will, I'm not going to do that because you know it's spending money. You know, I, I go to cinema because it's cheap, and then you go and waste all that money on your that. rant. Your rant Tenor, about mate. the value. Tenor, gift was so fucking brilliant the funny thing is in that episode and i nearly let slip stig chatted about cliff richard before <laughs> we did the umba and i was like oh. <laughs> i was sat there like giggling like a little school girl that must have been some doing music it was it was it was doing like mistletoe and wine or something oh, like that yeah and, yeah. It, and you, weren't, you weren't being super negative about it i thought oh he might actually like this but no, <laughs> didn't like it because the uh, Christmas before I got the 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 old host a um, Donald Trump toilet <laughs> cleaner. <laughs> I know I got you a nice gift the year before as well. You twat! Everyone's everyone's always got me a nice gift. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't deserve anything from my peers. shit in a bag. I've also sent it to you this year. Well, I'd be like, oh, it's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my sense of smell's terrible. Uh, I've also got written down uh, Candy coming onto the show and me sat there thinking. So basically, we got her on the episode as a guest for the first time I first time I ever met her, um, and I was sat there because Gadget kind of gave me the hint that we could have her on before you even knew Candy, mm. and you came on and you were chatting and I just saw dollar signs, mate. <laughs> Brilliant. Like, Here we fucking go. Here we go. And afterwards. Um, if you remember, after we finished recording, I was chatting to her, I went, 
Do you want to be on the show full time? Yeah, I remember. Like, what? Like, Do you want to be on the show full time? Yeah. Because me, me, me and Gadget Stig and uh, Biggie had been chatting about it previously, secretly behind yeah. your back. I'll, I'll let that, that one your, slide. That was, your, that was your trial by fire. Well, the and funny thing you, was... I don't know if we've ever told you that. No, but the funny thing was, I remember it coming on as a guest and I was really yeah. excited about it and it was really fun. I was like, that was brilliant. We had a really good time. And then... Then you asked me, and it came to my first episode of recording the actual pod. And up until the minute the call opened, it's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm, I've got literally nothing to say in Google's life. introduction for and you. Was, quite on that first and episode, mate. we've also got a new member of the cast. It's Joe as Candy Machine. And you went, wow, a girl. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I'll tell you, dollar signs, mate. I was like Simon Cowell on the X Factor when he sees someone that's got a sad backstory. I'm like, let's go. And you sealed it when you went Well, up. I got feedback as but, well from my mother. She listened. Did you? And she was like, you're talking way too fast. <laughs> Brilliant. Did you enjoy it? No, you were talking too fast. I loved your, quite, uh, quite on that first episode, so, I think. To be fair, I got that feedback early on <laughs> about myself. Like, oh, I talk too I, fast. I, I, I said it. Um, my mother doesn't even know I do this. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'd listened to something, didn't I, uh, earlier on in the Discord. I was yeah. just like, l- l- don't go back and listen. Do not go back and listen Can't to yourself on the old episodes because... Yeah, oh, it was the quiz. I, the quiz we put into the Patreon thing because we recorded that. <laughs> after. Your recording sounded so bad, mate. My my yeah. my, my old mic. Uh, yeah, just the ticks and things I used to do. It were ticking and popping. Not just that. It's just like doing this going and like doing st- and things. I'm like, oh, it's cringe. Absolute cringe. Yeah. I mean, I f- the first four episodes we recorded, I recorded on a tablet with a karaoke microphone. Good days. <laughs> I hated you. I the almost good days. quit after three episodes with that one. Because the, the lockdown kicked in and I couldn't get my old, my, my good microphone that was at my friend's around that table. So I was like, guys, I'm doing it on a karaoke mic. <laughs> yeah, my, on a tablet. mine was a crappy PC headset and it's like, I'm not buying a mic and committing to it until I know just that in case everyone's <laughs> wanting to do this I just, yeah. I just remembered one of yeah. the, the older episodes where we were recording <laughs> I don't know maybe 15 minutes into it my laptop shut down wanted to do a Windows update <laughs> oh, just that, that one, one time yeah but yeah that was uh, painful that <laughs> down that was so fucking funny as well we all just carried on chatting and was like He'll be back. He'll be back. He wasn't it back. Took me like nearly an hour <laughs> to get back. back. We should, there must be the, there must be a few there must be a few times now with Biggie just like oh he's he's gone. Oh, yeah, cut. He's closed the window. <laughs> oh, he's closed the window. Or oh, the scout sheet one where he just sat there and we were like waiting for him to answer and he was just dead still in the image. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, is he had a stroke or is is he just <laughs> like, what's going on? Like he's just perfectly still. <laughs> The the best example of that is when we were doing it with Score Cheap and um, Candy's try, Candy's desperately trying to remember a bit of information from three episodes <laughs> earlier. Yeah, and she actually Calvo Calvo remembers this, and then Biggie's just sat like perfectly still, and then his window drops yeah. off. <laughs> I thought I was being trolled as well. It's like Biggie, just fucking say something. Just staring into the middle space. I had a power cut. I did, I, I did go back and listen to a few of the older episodes as well. And there's a lot of just lots of men going. <sighs> oh yeah, we are all were doing it. We're all just breathing. It was like fucking pigs. This is why, <laughs> it was that, so this good. Is why I just said to people like, 
just find any point. Start now if you're a new listener. Just start now yeah. and, and carry on, really. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I've also got some of my funniest moments where Biggie's uh, Biggie's big his first time he became a boomer. We officially call him a boomer with his Netflix stuff and his Amazon <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it's so funny, and he's just like, I just can't find stuff. And he was like. Just press left and search. It's so fucking I'm still funny. angry about the way that just works. Just didn't know how to use angry. an app. <laughs> <laughs> he thought we were all going to be like, yeah, mate, yeah, we ate that too. You do. But it's not an hard thing to agrees, deal with. Can't lie. He does. Does he that He's a liar. <laughs> I was very much taking the piss on that episode. <laughs> not that one. Afterwards, you have agreed that Amazon Prime is awful to use. It's so, don't so say funny. That. Oh, well, they've I mean, changed I, yeah, their Amazon app now, Prime. They've changed it's, it. It's just shite in general. It looks but... like Netflix now. It mm. does as well. Yeah, I've not looked. Made I've it not all looked. Netflix, so that's Biggie getting stuck on Amazon Prime as if he's just learned the original layout. <laughs> 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 it just makes me laugh so much. And I was like, that's the episode where it's like, mate, you're a boomer. And we've just realised that you're a fucking boomer. And that's been it. We've yes, ran with have. it forever. That's really good. I've also... I've also written down the multiple guests we've had. I'm going to miss people. I'm like, we've got Helen O'Hara on. Yeah. And we were all on to, such uh, good behaviour as well. Thanks to Biggie pulling her. He pulled her on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. He slid into them DMs and went, hey, babe, you want to be on a podcast? I was so, I, I <laughs> she, hated listening back to that because I was so nervous. Because you loved her anyway. You're a big fan, aren't you? So Yeah. Like, she's one of the first, when I started listening to podcasts, there's like the first podcast that i started listening to yeah yeah do you know what though you looked so happy that entire episode you were like beaming the entire time i couldn't stop watching you because you were just so (laughs) chuffed just because you were just so chuffed to have her on and so like you know what i liked about her her as well how she just like got involved and she was calling us all by her screen names she She doesn't give a fuck this she was like yeah yeah she was so good she said biggie so many times i'm like oh she's got a favorite has she slid into dms (laughs) did he I did, I, I did enjoy when we got to the Patreon section and Helen had dropped off the first, like you oodles. You just started like swearing and like dropping horrible words. <laughs> That's just right, yeah. <laughs> needed to make fucking You couldn't last any longer. Yeah, that, mate. When you listen to Deep Dive Lounge, I'm a different human. It's fucking she was unreal. Great yeah, I've also, like, she was sensational. I've got like the uh, streams we've done with Punk and when he were on the show that time. That's so funny and how. Subdued, he had to be himself. He was, he wasn't, but compared to his normal self, he had to like tone it back. He wasn't just firing abuse at me for an hour and a half. That was fun. We had DJ on recently. Fucking hell, we had sequelizers on. Two of those. We had Dungeon yeah. Dads. And Dungeon Dads were fun. Fucking hell. Um, it, it, we, we got a on to talk about Dungeons and Dragons because we were launching the Scotch Sheep. We are we just like, and now it was just us talking about. The difference between how we sound compared to Americans for fucking two hours. Well, you, pro- you properly told off um, uh, John. John. You probably told off John Watson. For, oh, for that's his right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say that's terrible, mate. <laughs> terrible. To, be, like, to so be fair, though, I, if they've listened to our um, they a- alien it. one, I, like your American accent, my American <laughs> accent, whatever my accent was, was just. I thought yours was Canadian. Mine was, what, my, mine was whatever I wanted Miller. to be. We're in the, fu- we're in the future. S- in the you future, kind of settled mate. into yours, though, Stig. Like, it started off as like, oh, that's uh, a little bit ropey. But then you kind of became the character. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I did. I liked him. I think it was a tour de force yeah. of acting. That we also... Um, yeah, we, we, 
Yeah, Ross, Ross Dragenza was wicked. And his friend Ross was I really, wasn't on that episode, really but good. it's a very good episode because I'm not <laughs> on it. I like having people on as well because I love having our podcast friends on because it's just nice yes. to have them on and talk to them. But I do like as well having people on that are, have a profession that we can talk about as well. Yeah, it's, more, so, it's, it's quite interesting, isn't yeah. it? And, and you can ask them questions that, that about pop- it. Did you do a video of that? I never watched a video of that. I can just... I, I, in, when I was listening to that uh, episode was that, back, that, that was before yeah, we did right. the video episode. Yeah, I was listening to that episode back, and I was just thinking, I bet Candy's fluttering her eyes. She's <laughs> fluttering because I know she fancied it. I was wearing a bit of extra makeup that day. Mm. Yeah, cleavage, cleavage thought, was out. Yeah, yeah, I bet it was. I bet it was. I bet it's it a shame was. we weren't recording. Really, it. we'd have had a few extra viewers with the old titteroos out. <laughs> That's it. Dollar signs. You, well, know. you know what to do for I've... episode one hundred and one, listeners watching. <laughs> And the last, the last um, thing I had written down is our big, big episodes: crisps, biscuits, huge, huge episodes. They, they're some of the most fun. How these idiots, us in all in his thirties, these idiots. Sat arguing, we always said these sat, idiots first. Oh <laughs> yeah, these these idiots here. <laughs> listen to me in first, but now us idiots in his thirties arguing. With passion about fucking crisps and biscuits. <laughs> Do you know the best it's bit about that is the way to argue your favourite crisp is everyone gives you like the history of like Walkers or the history of the crisps because you've got nothing else to say other than yeah they taste better than the other ones. <laughs> yeah. When when fucking Biggie started, I can't remember which one was it. It was on the it was on the biscuit one. that he started going on proper. It might have been about a rich tea or a hobnob or something. Yeah. He started doing like this best of British biscuit thing. Yeah, and, uh, I remember I was doing the edit. I was like, I've yeah. got to find some patriotic music for this one. I think it was stick. Let this be I think a speech. No, I did the no, 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 tea no. It was, it was it was it was definitely Biggie doing it. That was it, Tonic's Tea Cake. Because yeah. I said they were given to the, oh, uh, yeah. the soldiers in the <laughs> trenches, to, which was complete bullshit. But they weren't. But they weren't. You just fucking lied. And you didn't win anyway. Tonic's Tea Cakes. It's not even a cake. It's a biscuit. Everybody knows that. Yeah. They're so clever, they can call it what they like. It's a perfect reminder of childhood treats with the same old recipe. Tonic's Tea Cakes are not really cakes. These treats consist of a small, round, shortbread biscuit underneath a thick, soft, marshmallow-like heap. Coated with a thin layer of milk chocolate. Oof. A simple but tasty substitute to a regular biscuit with your tea or coffee. These tea cakes are individually wrapped in a silver and red foil. They can even be used, if you want fun, yeah. as party bag fillers. The band Supergrass in 1994 <laughs> visited the factory as their drummer Danny was a massive fan and he kept a box behind every gig. Not cocaine, not Jack Daniels. It was a box of tea cakes. <laughs> they were allegedly part of the rations for British soldiers during World War II yep. due to the protective foil covering of each individual tea cake, proving to protect the chocolate, marshmallow and biscuity base. So even our soldiers that saved this country based on our British, <laughs> our British values took them over the line, over the wall, against... A foreign country to win the war for us. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Tunnock's Tea Cakes.
and we did we did a game one. We we voted Bioshock as the best game of all time. We did film Jurassic Park. None of us have been incorrect, really, have we? When we've when we've crowned these the, things, the, the 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 best film one kind of brings me on to the one I I wanted to point out, which was the the podcast of last year. Yes, uh, I know you couldn't be there, rules, because because you, you were full of COVID. I was there in spirit. You were, you, you, you were plague baby. The thing is, you were there in spirit. Yep. The rest of us were there in spirits. Yeah, I've heard. And the fucking state of stig throughout that week. Seems to be a pattern here. <laughs> there was that time when I, like, I was listening to Scott Sheep and it was a few weeks after and I said, is Stig on this episode? Gadget went, oh yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's there, but he's not there. No, if you there, remember, it wasn't... Yeah. <laughs> it was method. I knew that my character had just had a big night. Stigfeld had just had a big night the night before. I thought, need to get in character, get pissed the night before. And the only thing yeah, I yeah, really... Full the, the only thing I'm disappointed about is the fact that my mic didn't pick me up going... I'm off to be sick. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> the um, but because we because we recorded the modern escapism episode on the Friday night, and we did the score cheap on the Saturday night. We wanted to do the score cheap on the Saturday afternoon, but Stig was far too hungover for it. Half but I remember two. I was going through oh, the edit for. Uh, <laughs> I remember going through the edit for modern escapism, and every five minutes there's a <laughs> Stig opening another can of gin, uh, another can of tonic for, for his gin. The lad went through a whole bottle of gin and 12, 12 cans on of tonic recording. water on one recording. Like, like It's not like he was drinking it all afternoon. He started the gin when we started recording. It's just there, isn't it? as well, because that modern escapism <laughs> one, I, I I said, I'll be on it, but I'm not I'm not hosting it. I'm sat there drinking Lemsip. You're all like, boozing. World's worst echo. Mm. It was just a fucking mind fuck. I really don't remember oh, yeah, that much of that one. Do you remember so that, much COVID that episode? Because we had so the film much. off. You also had Stig recovering from his rugby injury. So we got to that point where everyone was pretty oh, plastered. Yeah. And then we, we took a break to go and get a drink, whatever. And then I came back to do the synopsis of the Alien movie. And as I started to explain, I actually clocked this, but I thought I'm going to put it in anyway, because somebody put a typo in my synopsis for the Alien. And I got to the point where it says, the crew of the Nostromo touch, and then Willie's was somehow... Added into the script, <laughs> and that that literally killed Sting. He was laughing so much, but he couldn't. His chest was hurting <laughs> just as much, and I took great pleasure in seeing that pain. Oh, I'm so. Oh, do you know what? I was so worried that when I was like, "I'm going to be sick, and this is going to kill my chest." Weirdly, it didn't. But I'm so glad that it didn't because laughing or coughing or sneezing at any point then was just. So it just hurts. So I remember much. when we were doing recordings and you were just going. <laughs> I was. I listened laugh. to that whole episode. It was such <laughs> Holding a great episode, chest. that podcast. And when Candy gets to do the um, the spiel that she used to do for the merch and stuff, it's just so funny because she's trying so oh, hard God, to get yeah. that little spiel out, but she just couldn't do it. And then Stick couldn't finish the pod because he was dying as well. It, yeah. oh, it, was, it was brilliant. It was so much fun. <laughs> that. Uh, now we're going to hit Candy with the social. I don't think she'll be able to do it, look. She's up for it. <laughs> I'm hanging in there, I'm fine. I'm hanging in there, All right, Jack Sparrow, crack on. You can visit our website, modernescapism.co.uk. On there you can find a link to all of our socials, contact details and merch store. If you have any comments or feedback, or if you'd like to contribute to, here, to our heaving sack... You can. 
That's a new addition to your spiel. <laughs> How much does it cost to contribute to the heaving sack? <laughs> I've got a spare bit of money. One, one negative COVID yeah. test. You know. <laughs> Your chest hurts. Yeah. You've anyway. got a Patreon section to get through next, Dick. <laughs> if you have any comments or feedback, or if you'd like to contribute to our heaving sack, you can fill out a form on our website. Tweet us or email us. <laughs> Please leave all this in. It's all staying It's fine. Tweet us or email us. That's not even funny. It's Tweet us at modernescapism. Email us at modernescapismpod at gmail.com. Head over to our website at uh, modernescapism.co.uk. Yeah. Thank you. We also have a Discord server if you'd like to join our community of listeners for a chat about the podcast and many other aspects of pop culture and escapism. We have an amazing community of listeners. It doesn't sound um, like it, you went... We love... We have an amazing community. Discord fuckers. How good are they? Oh, they're amazing. Fuck those You do know. You do know, yeah. the clever thing would have, would have been to just record this tomorrow. All this. But this is staying in now. This is staying in. Next week, our subject is something for a genre... <laughs> something, something you like for a genre... Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Next week, we're doing something from a genre that you just... Dis- something wow. you like from a genre you dislike. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we do something about things you might you don't like. I don't know. So <laughs> many Easter eggs for this so much. Seriously, is it something from a genre? Something fr- something you like from a genre that you don't. Fucking hell! <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <sighs> oh fuck, mate. I felt so, I felt so bad. Remember, remember leading up to it going, guys, I've got a bit of a tickle here. I've got a bit of a cough. I, and, and you guys, you'd be fine. You'd be fine. Do a test, do a test. I, and got a test. Like, I think it was day before. I'm going, guys, I'm riddled. I'm riddled. I'm full of it. I was so fucking sad. Guess what, guys? This time. We haven't met, have we? I'll yet? be there. I'll be there. It's, You've not oh. had a biggie cuddle. Thank, <laughs> thankfully. We're getting in that hot tub, baby. You've, you, 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 you've, you've not had candy thrown cups at your head. <laughs> not yet. I'm, I'm great, it's a thing she's looking oh, yeah. for. I'm a great catcher. I'm a great catcher. <laughs> candy. I'm, I'm, this I'm, is I'm, the first time I've seen your ears. Oh, I love that. I love that <laughs> so much. That's what you said to him, didn't you? That's funny. True. But it's only going to be a few weeks and then we're going to be there, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, tw- 23 days or something. Sharing one double bed, yeah. all of us. <laughs> the, the other thing with that with that weekend was just this fucking mad house that it's we found weird. near King's Lynn. Oh, he kept, so showing, me picture, he kept showing me pictures and I thought you were joking. It, I mean, the kitchen had a fridge in the middle the of the wall. I looked at it and was like, there's a fridge in the middle of the wall. Like a, a, 
you know, chest, not even use waist it. high fridge, but in the middle of the wall. Yeah, we used it because it yeah, looked like yeah. a safe, didn't it? It's like I'm sure this is a safe or something. You open it, no nope, yeah. fridge. For cheese. But then there was another actual full size <laughs> yeah. fridge in the kitchen. So this must have been yeah. a special yeah. secret fridge that the previous owners had. That's not very secret. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just full of the most random kitchens. I mean, it was called the Anchor House because it had a massive fucking ship's anchor out the front. And this <laughs> this year we're after the African house, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I think that's the thing. Whenever we go to it's a podcast, it's got bongos everywhere. I can't wait. I can't wait for this. It's like it's meant to be. It's a bit of a retreat as well, isn't it? But we've got it all to ourselves. Yeah. It's hot tubs. We have a drum circle. It's like a big drum music like conservatory room. <laughs> it's got drums, guitars, and there's a far, there's a there's a farm nearby, so maybe the coos will be out. Oh, yeah. Ugh. No, 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 Memories that you want to uh, quickly have recount a little uh, while I list have a piss. Me, but I'll let whoever go next if they want. Yeah, I've got a couple as I well. Just, but after you, gadget. The, the the main one for me is just scored sheep, like you guys getting involved in doing D and D, and it was very much me kind of pressure. It took me like six months to pressure you guys into doing Grasswell Manor just to like go. I'd love to try D and D. Can we try D and D? Can we try D and D? I want to try D and D. And eventually it was just like, yeah, yeah, we'll try it um, after we did the rebrand. And it was, yeah, you guys enjoyed it that much and we had such a good laugh doing it and then decided to do the second First time we played it when he set the scene and, and there was this big gap and he went, this is where you D&D. This is where you role play. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another one as well where um, to get like the whole story of Scott Sheep, you should start at the beginning, but we're clearly just more into it. We're we're better at the role playing. We're better at understanding the rules. We still get the rules wrong constantly, but I think that's our thing now. We are technically still, you know, we're only a year and so into it, so we're still technically noobs, you know, for this. But theme songs better on Scottish. <laughs> tell you that much. I love both <laughs> themes. The themes are fantastic. Tell you that much, shows, boy. Great theme, great theme tune on Scholarship. Beautiful song. Yeah, no, Scholarship is great. I, I'm glad we do that. It's I do look forward to 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 uh, recording. It, it did though. I mean, I was listening to you then when I was pissing uh, wireless earbuds, guys. And uh, <laughs> Gadget was pestering us for fucking months. I was going, he's going to get over this. He's going to stop pestering us. Didn't. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't. Because it felt like something I'd be so awkward in doing. Do it got to the point though where he's pestering us and he's like. I've bought this book. I've bought this book. Oh, we better do it now. He's bought a book. <laughs> oh, we have a book. Ro- yeah, we have to role play. We have to learn all this. And then I was like, actually, really enjoy this. A proper into there was a, there was a, there was a moment when, when we when we got into it and was like, I, I was talking to Gadget, not privately, just in no, yeah, well, privately. And I was saying, I, I, I was saying, I bet, I bet, I, and I guessed it perfect. I said, I didn't guess Biggie's, but I guess I, I bet Candy's going to be like some kind of wizard or something. I bet Stig's going to be a big gladiator or something nailed it nailed it always have i think I, ne- I never guessed i never guessed i never guessed big is i, didn't, I had no idea still don't know what he is now <laughs> even in games like skyrim i like to, to just fucking hit things well that's hit the thing heavy, that's the thing when i when i play games i i usually go strength i always i just find i find it easier 
Uh, you, 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 you'd you all be fucked if I was if Stigbell wasn't true. around. Yeah. I agree, mate. I agree. I, I, I just want it to, to be something that I'm not. I still love that episode <laughs> where uh, Cowboy had broken down after losing another fight, and I was at my lowest, and uh, Candy was there to offer me some <laughs> inspirational words. Because <laughs> that wasn't Capri, that was me being put on the spot trying to comfort someone because I'm classically shy to come. I have got no empathy for anyone whatsoever. Like if anyone breaks down crying in front of me, I will get a broom and then stroke them from afar. Like they're there. They're there. <laughs> there. You okay? I mean, yeah, that is that, that Scott Sheep's probably a fantastic like thing we've done from that, but it's not about Scott Sheep. Tonight, no, but it's it's all it's about modern it's escapism, all linked, isn't it? I I, I like <laughs> I've liked the concept episodes we've done as well. Uh, specifically, I, I like I like the first biggies we did, but I really enjoyed the second one we did because it was just when we all proper yeah, put the let's, and soul let's into make it. this a proper award ceremony. Mm. Walkers McCoy in there in a tux. Walkers McCoy doing the doing the intro, and I was like, right, I've, Love him. I've got to be Walkers McCoy, and it's like, right, you. When you do this, you have two minutes to get dressed and sorted it. And I was like, I completely yeah. missed my cue. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we haven't seen Walker McCoy like, for a while, actually, have we? He needs to come back he only out. Comes out and, he only comes out in awards season. Oh, he comes Raymond out in the big ones. He comes out at, at, yeah. at special events. <laughs> yeah, he, he's one of those. He's a bit of a socialite, Walker McCoy. And I've never seen him in the same room as Stig, which is worrying. It's weird, that, isn't it? Never it seen is, him. yeah. Very odd. Very odd. <laughs> have you ever even met him, Stig? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've yeah. seen him. Have Best you? mates. He's a good lad. Oh, that's, that's good. Gets him into all like, the parties. Should get him on at the same time as you sometimes. That'd be nice. I doesn't really like doing podcasts. I know. Just... We had to pay him a fortune to be on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. It's that and, uh, yeah, the biggies I really look forward to. Like I said, like I said on our uh, Patreon podcast, I've already made notes on some, some of the biggies that I want to award this year. Yeah, I've got two awards already, mate. <laughs> Don't worry about that. And we've got a full awards awards month now, mm. haven't we? Yeah, so exactly. Even even better. We're going to proper revel in that uh, biggie season. And I love it that we've named it after him. And we've got little little, little statues <laughs> of Biggie's fucking face on them. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Biggie, who? I mean, he's mm. been at it tonight as well, but who could forget McCogany? I've got that. I've got that in my list as well. <laughs> McCogany and the yeah, point I've of got milk. That too. Oh yeah, to the, point, to of the point of milk was absolutely. I think incredible. sometimes what it is, it's Biggie's accent does get in the way of some of his pronunciation. Not, not that. Accent. Not that. that Biggie's the only one that doesn't have just... an accent. He does what are you talking about? He, he talks it. like this, doesn't he? And his shoulders go, I'm Biggie. And those impressions started slipping in as well. Just, yeah, they were really good. If someone missed an episode, we all tried to make the other person sound like they were there, which is fantastic. I think I think Biggie's got the, the, the biggest accent out of all of us. I think he's it is a, it's a, such a foreign no, accent to me. It's gad, super southern. It's the, it's the Geordie accent. Now, I'm 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 so used to hearing Jordans and stuff like that. It's because when whenever you're in a, a queue, when are you ringing up a call center? It's gadget, basically, isn't it? <laughs> a reaper. <But, laughs> I read. 
But Biggie's accent, it's, it's proper EastEnders to my ears. So I know what? it's not. I know there's a difference, isn't there? He's not a Cockney. It is. Anything anything but, from the M25 and below is just... Yeah. Just, you just, you're, just, you're all Cockneys. Cockneys. Yeah, it's like like Candy sounds like she's on skins. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right, me babber. They all talk like that, don't they? It's, I've heard that loads of times. Sometimes you do get a bit of a Welsh twang to you as well. I know Candy. other people have said that as well, and I've never noticed it. Although I am... Mm. directly on the border with Wales and I have lived in Wales so I mean yeah. that's fair mm. dues yeah absolutely me and Stig talk like <laughs> real people <laughs> Stig's a bit posher than me from Yorkshire a bit. Just, a, just a little bit that's he's country. North Yorkshire and it's a bit, bit, bit it's a bit scen- more scenic where he lives where I live it's just steel <laughs> and smoke <laughs> steel and smoke I think going back to Biggie what? though is the some of my favourite moments are the silent Biggie bangers that you don't notice when you're recording, but you listen back. It's like I didn't hear that. They're so good, and also like the joy of stroking oh, Biggie's head yeah. as we're recording. I'm doing it now with your mouse. I I, st- I pioneered. I, I know everyone does it. I know it's lucky it. though. Now so, you have to stroke yeah, Biggie's head. Stroke his head with your pointer. See if, yeah. see if we all do it, and he, it, you might feel it. On Discord, since we started using Discord, it's actually a finger now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's even better because he he moves the least out of everyone. You'll never catch me. I'm everywhere, but yeah, stroking. I'm I'm tracing along the bottom of his beard right now. I like to tickle his nipples sometimes (laughs) when he's lent back. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, got it. Beautiful, beautiful. But also yeah, the, the 25 episodes of uh, Biggie Dies as well when he was trying to beat Einstein and Smoke. <laughs> and then the moment, the actual moment it happened, I just I jumped around my room. I was, I was so, so happy for you. And then it so broke you no, a couple of no episodes moment, later. There's, there's no better moment than him apparently completing Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Dressed as Cloud. <laughs> he made a big Dressed song as that dance. He's dressed as Cloud. We had loads of people like... For us on Twitch, there were like 50, 50 people had like watching. Loads it. of people on Twitch watching that, and then the screen went big blue, blue screen, and we were like, <laughs> and he's trying to describe what's happening on the he's screen. Going, it's the high wind. Oh, there's the high wind, and the, there's the high wind. That. I was like, fuck. We're all sitting going, describe what's happening. Just a blue screen because Sony are bastards. Blocked it. They blocked it. <laughs> fucking yeah. hell. It was so funny, and he was dressed as fucking. <laughs> It's a bike helmet on the shoulder. Fucking wig on. Yeah, yeah, a bike helmet on his shoulder and a fucking wig on, and a big blue screen just appeared. And then when it when credits came up, his face popped up. Oh, is it back on that? And he's just dressed as fucking clown. You were messaging me because I was just literally, I was getting ready to put the outfit on because I was, I was so panicked about. My wife walking into the room, seeing me dressed like that, because I would not be. Uh, there's no chance of me explaining in any kind of way what I was doing, and then just, just I didn't realize. Didn't realize. Just, just before I went to Purple go live, because I'm not used to hair. The hair just as I moved, it all went in my face. So I flicked my head back to move the hair, and my wig shot off. So I had to run over and grab that. Oh, it was so it was, and my helmet was falling off. That fucking hair looked like a proper Karen haircut. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so funny. So uh, super funny. Oh, you were, you were fucking oh, you were, you're absolute delight, mate. You're a you're, you're, don't know why. you're a national it's, treasure. It's we need to get back oh, to streaming so... more, don't we? Because mm. your your Bioshock reveal yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fantastic as well. 
And our dodgeball moment that, as well. What was that game? Dodge City or something? Knockout City. Nice. Yeah, Knockout City. Most hated, of us were on. Hated that. Oh, it was so. I, I loved tricked it. Me. He tricked me and you just were just like. No, I loved it. Me and Doodle just running around just jewel of the face. And that's how we got a copyright strike. Oh, it's so fucking good. Good, good. Absolutely stunning moments. What I do, what I do, like, I'm so excited, like, going forward now because. We've got it in his heads now, and it is a thing. It's happening. We are a network of podcasts now, and I'm just so excited for what we've got for the next 100 episodes because Monoscaping is always, always going to be the daddy podcast until Gadget gets bigger than us all and he takes Scotch Sheep to to Warner. I don't know, wherever he takes it. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to be bought for movie yeah, rights. Definitely. It's my list. I'm not holding it against you ever, mate. I've never. Well, the characters are all based on you lot. You'll get rights. We'll get, I'll get, we'll get some... Uh, Throw-ins, but my character's got my name in it, coming. so I'm good. Like Biggie's <laughs> oh, yeah. hip hop podcast, if that ever fru- comes into fruition, <laughs> which we talked about in the first ten episodes. It's just there's so there's so much stuff coming. I'm in my list, I've actually got so um, excited for an episode the called Invasion of the Pop People, and it's one of the rare occasions where, for some reason, both Gadget and Oodles missed that episode because that's never happened before. And again. Yeah, when we used to when so, we used to when we used to do it, it, it was yeah, only it was, it was a cycle episode Stig, as well, Candy, and myself actually hosting that pod. Yeah. Oh, was mm. it? Was it after we nailed it. Yeah. We did it really well, and we were laughing about oh, how wow. we could actually just make this a proper pod without everyone on I it. I mean, me and Gadget yeah, back to differ. A, a good giggle, that one. <laughs> did I you do a script and everything? I can't remember. I think Sticky hosted the that actually. Wow. He is. He is. He's good host. He's good host. That kid. He's good host. He's got. He's, he's got. He's, it's got spunk, that kid. It's got spunk. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, what I want to know now, before it goes even more into self-masturbation, <laughs> what do our listeners think, Gadget? So we're, go- so we're going to go from masturbation to hand jobs, basically. Is that, oh, is that where we're yes, at? Yes, please. Blood jobs. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Straight to it. <laughs> He's not fucking about. Well, so- Starting off with a little bit of ball tickle in there. It's Sly Reflex. He's come in saying, I think my favourite part of the blue screen ending of Final Fantasy VII <laughs> and Stig getting clipped. <laughs> we were just talking about that when you dipped out the room, the blue ending. Yeah. Him dressed. That was so funny. <laughs> the, fa- the fact he was dressed as a fucking Aaron Cloud. <laughs> That's what makes it even funnier because he popped up at the end going, oh, I'm about like, look at state of you. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so emotional because yeah, his yeah. favorite like comfort games over forever. And but just, but just uh, 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 like, describe what's going on. Is it well things are happening? The high wind. The, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's gone dark. Yeah. Oh, it. Sephiroth's dead. Oh, there's a meteor. Is there's it? A meteor. No, he's not. <laughs> just point out also how bullshit that thing is on the on the mm. PlayStation's that yeah, like, that's what you can't stream said. certain scenes. Awful. Um. Uh, from the sublime to the ridiculous, Rogue Squaddy, uh, saying, Hi, mate, can you mention, if you want, it took almost eight months for me to get back on the road <laughs> after my accident when I was listening oh, to the yeah. podcast. Yes, if you, if everyone remembers this rightly, yes, the Rogue Squaddy... We broke, um, we broke him. He, he, yeah, he, he, he crashed his work van when he was listening to us. He had a Not coughing fault. He had a laughing fit and blacked yeah. out, didn't he? No, he had a coughing fit. That was it. Blacked out. I, I prefer well, laughing fit license. in my head cannon. He only got his license back in the last couple of weeks, so he's glad to be back at work. Um, Good. We're so, glad to yeah. see him back at work. Yeah. Uh, try not to crash again. No. 
Uh, Robotic Monkey, more love for Biggie here, saying Biggie beating Ornstein and Smo in Dark Souls. Huge. I don't really mind if Biggie never goes back to that game. He won the best fight. Yeah. Uh, and he goes on to say, I appreciate this maybe isn't what you're fishing for, but perhaps that one time you made Paul Gadget say dildo eight, <laughs> eight times in a row would have been more amusing. What did, what did we make you say? Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> is that the Scotch? Is that Scott Sheep? The, the, the pig dildo? Yeah. Dildo. No, no, no. It was. It was, it was, it was, dildo. It, was on, it was on an Emmy episode. Dildo. I can't. I can't remember what the context was, but I was. I was reading something out, and I said the word dildo. When you, dildo. And, like you all went. <laughs> when you again. say it, it sounds like a country from Tolkien. <laughs> dildo. Dildo. The land of dildo. <laughs> what was what, what, what was it? What was it? Candy pulled me up on one a little while ago. Is that? Um, oh, it's talking about a car. Is it? Fucking so good. The land of dildo. Oh, you're all bastard. You're what? all bastards. I never pull you up on your bastards. You, you don't say bastards. You say bastards. 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 I got pulled up this afternoon by text. You don't say cheers drive, do you? Yeah, we say cheers drive down here. What is that? We say you, cheers I can't drive down here. Oh, oh so it was, it was, some, something Pip was going on about, about earlier about when, uh, when people in the West Country get off the bus. They don't say thanks to the driver. They cheers say drive. cheers drive. As if that's his only thing. He's just a drive. Yeah, that's it's, that's it's tradition. So... Cheers, drive. I think it's a Cheers Welsh thing drive. as well. I say thank you, driver. Do you though? No, I just say no, thank you. Cheers, cheers. thank you. Get up, you don't get on buses. That's what I, say. I go cheers, mate. Give it a little try next time you're on a bus. Cheers, cheers drive. Just see. What... I'm one of those guys that say mate to women and you as said well. That on the I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm an ally. <laughs> cheers, mate. Man or woman, or whatever. Uh, John Cheatham said, "My favorite part is the fact that of your early rule of not mentioning the Rona trained me to think about it less." Yeah. Thanks to the pod and the Discord server, it was hard at first, early 2021, when Malaysia was getting hit hard by cases. Mm. But after moving back to Singapore, I just felt like I was used to not worrying about it as much. Healthy, I feel. Mm. Can't bury your head in the sand, of course, but you can stop having waking nightmares and gloomily imagining what else could go wrong all the time. Yeah. yeah, he's right. I mean, we we talk about it now because it's not we're not a pandemic podcast anymore, but it was a big focus for us originally. And we very nearly didn't launch a Discord, <laughs> and I just did it behind everyone's back. <laughs> no, because you can't be left alone with the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> no, uh, you 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 guys didn't like it. Certain ex members of the show was like, "Don't do that." No, they're gonna find out at work. <laughs> like fucking. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Who cares? I just I didn't know whether it would be like. To start with, it'd be too early or not, but it's worked out for the better. Discord community is class. I love it. Mm. Yeah. Bang on, innit? Bang on. I knew it would be a good but idea. I, I, that was thing from the start, wasn't it? It was, listen, we are called modern escapism. The idea is to escape from modern life. We don't talk. Yeah. The, sh- the shit was we, going on no with, the, yeah, with the corona. We don't talk politics. We don't talk. I mean, we do it. We do in the patron segments, guys. If you if you fancy, some, yeah. But every now and we, we every do, now and again, we'll, we'll, we'll down bring a government. A government. We do destroy governments and stuff and the monarchy. But in general, like this idea, this podcast is like it was one of the things that I, when I joined, I was just like these hard rules. I just don't want to discuss any of this because yeah. we literally didn't even it, say the word COVID. It divides people. Like Fifty pisses people off. Let's just focus on the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. We, again, like I yeah, said, we we're not really we, a pandemic podcast it, we, anymore, so it's it's a different world now. I think we can talk about it a little bit. We didn't we didn't say COVID episode fifty because we had to explain why you weren't at the podcastle. That's it. I, I think that was that was I think that mention. was the first one. Yeah, I think that was it. 
because we, we just because I, I th- I th- I th- we, we, if we ever had to refer to it, I think we just had the ongoing time. Yeah, 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 we did. Could not, we just that should not be named. Things like <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of things that should not be named, Kurt's coming <laughs> with the Mario Kart debacle. Oh, fuck off, Kurt. See, I thought he meant at first <laughs> it was about Mario Kart and Crash Team Still a racing. travesty. Still a travesty. No, no, no. He's not about no, grinding. Not about grinding. <laughs> I know. I know what he's talking about. Look, guys, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sampling that. What do you want from me? Do you want blood? <laughs> yes. Okay, you'll get it. Uh, so, so Sergeant Stories come in. He's he's got his facts mixed up, but I'll I'll, I'll correct as I read. Uh, so he says so many good things, but I think the Christmas gift exchange for um for the the first year where Gadget got the Sting portrait, <laughs> and then f- and the cursed item which now resides behind Oodles. Yeah, um, I've got to cast it off. You have That's to bring tradition. It, you have to bring it with me. Yeah, pass it on. Yeah, it's yeah. I feel it looked and good the, behind and- uh, Candy's. Candy there, right there on a on a there. on a rail there. I'm not putting yeah, sting in my room. Good. You are. I might bring well, a gentleman well, lover home. <laughs> Biggie's having it then. <laughs> but if but you might bring a gentleman lover home, you would then see like the, the, this this small kind of print of sting, and go fucking hell, she's classy. She knows mm, her shit. I find that broad. hard to believe. Let's not. No, 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 she's going to turn around and go. No, no, this portrait defines the classic. Like, around here somewhere. <laughs> well, let me let me just say, since I've had it in, on on my possession, I started a new job, quit a new job, went back to my old job. Um, what else has gone wrong? Yeah, COVID. Um, <laughs> everything basically. <laughs> you, you you acquired a chihuahua. Oh, that that happened. Yeah, yeah got um, I lost rock. a shoe. <laughs> I, I, I never got that. Never that. It's always worked. You, you, you lost. I, I, actually, that that should have been one of my favorite. You lost your shoe well before the, um, the sting boost. Yeah, you I'm did. Just, I, I'm just. Yeah, I did. That was yeah, the story the of Oodles Night Out. Okay. I've got. <laughs> that was a minute. I misunderstood. I've got nothing to review this year other than the the, the crazy night out. I, had I thought out. he was on top of an SO garage. <laughs> so bad. I lost his, the shoe. His, it's an. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a good. It was an Adidas Samba as well. It was one of my good. Ones. <laughs> it was my good Samba. I had to buy a fresh pair. Still got that one shoe. Oh, awful, awful. But yeah, I mean, uh, Sergeant Storials. Sergeant Story also pointed out when Sting, uh, when Sting, when Sting got the calendar and immediately binned it, fuming it behind him, fucking fuming. Um, and I kept saying, "Read right. some more inspirational quotes." I went, "Here's a quote," and he just threw it behind him. <laughs> it's going in the bin. Who's filming? Who's 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 set up the, uh, the document Richard, yeah. for the feedback? Was this Ian Biggie? Plus it's Biggie, probably. Because of it, because we've got plenty from one hundred blah blah. <laughs> oh wow, wow! Oh, that was intentional. He's the first guest on Deep Dive Lounge. Respect him. That guy can. Anyway, get he says I pay good money for this, so you have to hear me out. Um, one since you started doing puns in the news, I felt I'm finally getting true value for money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we don't endorse that. That is just a biggie thing. Yeah, we don't do that. Um, this is easy. The best lineup modern escapism has ever had. You're never allowed to break up because I'll cry like I do through cinema cinema paradiso. Yeah, this is the peak. This, this is peak lineup. Three. The reason I love modern escapism so much is, like most podcasts, it allows me to pretend I have friends. <laughs> but the key benefit is that you help me pretend that I'm up to date on what I should be streaming each week. Plus, you're all lovely people. <laughs> if we gloss over the fact that you wanted to kill my podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. You did. Oh, really? Did. Not nothing to do with me. That everything to do with you. You massive bastard. You don't need to pretend, Planty. Uh, we are friends. We're all friends. 
We're all friends. lovers, some would say. I would. Speaking of lovers, Golightly. <laughs> Ex-lover. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, couldn't pick a best episode or anything like that, as it's too hard to pick in my memory of shit, so instead I'll give you this feedback. I'm extremely happy and grateful I stumbled across your pod. I wasn't looking for a podcast, and I genuinely didn't think I'd have time for one. But within a few episodes, I found I was making time in my week to listen. If someone told me a few years ago that one of my favourite bits of entertainment for a boiling hot summer was listening to a group of people play an alien <laughs> RPG game, I'd have laughed at them. But then here we are. You're a top bunch of people who entertain and make me laugh on a weekly basis, and then you smash out amazing specials and spoiler casts on top of that. So a big thanks from me, and here's to the next 100. If I was to give any criticism, it would be that Oodles didn't introduce me to the pod sooner. What a dick. I technically didn't introduce him to the podcast. Oh, I think he found it on my Instagram. I was tagged in a post. You hid it from your work work colleagues and go lightly. Your your former work colleague boss. loves it. Yeah. How many more listeners? He's not my boss. Assistant to the boss. He never was my boss. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. He's not my boss. He's the boss of other people. I've had this argument with you before. He's not my boss. That just winds you up. <laughs> Have bosses me. I'm unbossable. You're unbossable. <laughs> uh, Rob Shack has said, I don't have anything specific in mind right now. Just a big, sweat, soppy thank you for all the effort you put into everything you've done so far, making us laugh and spent way too much money on the many different recommendations over the 100 episodes. Yes. It's been a pleasure to be part of the community you've created. Uh, love. Vicky, you've got to stop copying these in with the emojis because it just says, the community you've all created, muscle I underscore two you all insert some smooches kissing underscore heart. <laughs> no, no, I'll just keep you need it to do the teleprompter properly, big <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you keep it in there because you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I I appreciate listeners that I'm rattling through these. We have a lot of these and I kind of want to get everything everything done and it not take us 14 years to get through this episode. Don't worry, Gadget, you're so, not editing um, this one. I know, but I, I'm kind of stick, you know. <laughs> yeah, I am. He's a good uh, editor. Uh, uh, friend of the pod, has said it has to be the Christmas episodes that are a shadow of a doubt, but I'm trying to think of specific moments. When you drop something under your desk and you were trying to find it and the other lot were just pissing themselves laughing, laughing. that happened, didn't it, right? Yes, that was Biggie with his dice. <laughs> yeah, he lost his dice and he kept, he kept going under and lifting up and banging his head on his desk. <laughs> like a granddad. Uh, he then points out the interview with Helen O'Hara. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, the very first episode where you're getting to know each other and talking about conspiracy theories, the Paul McCartney replacement theory still makes me giggle. That used to be our thing if we got a guest on. Candy did the birds as drones, and that just blew my mind. I'd never heard that one before. Yeah, my stopped because everyone knows that birds aren't. My conspiracy got cut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it did. Yeah, you was on one of the bad episodes. No, it it got cut like from the first episode. Oh shit! I remember what it was now. Because it was the the Hollywood ring. It's like yeah, can't go into ring. episode one talking about pedo rings. Yeah, it's like, and now all we do is talk about nonsense. <laughs> I remember nonsense. that, mate. I remember that. Fucking um, hell. Uh, Flem uh, finishes off with, "I love the fact that I've watched films and TV series based on your discussions. Often things I would have never watched." Yeah, this is a particular star suggestion: "Portrait of a Lady on Fire." Yes, boy. One of my favorite films. Cost it's incredible. Stick. Yeah, it got me. He, when when Stig was waxing lyrical about, it, I thought I've got to watch this for my mate. Fucking hell, I adore that film. It's stunning. Uh, Leroy Francisco said, "I don't have a particular highlight to give you all. I just want to let you know that your po- what your podcast means to me. I work from home these days, and I moved to a new city in lockdown. So the only people I know locally are my mums from my daughter's school, 
are the mums from my daughter's school and my wife's nice. family. I find your podcast to be a friendly voice in my ear when I'm working, cooking, walking the dog, etc. I really love what you do and often follow up on recommendations you make in the Nexus. You all seem like really genuine people enjoy catching up with you every Thursday. Oh, mate. If you have, we're all your pals. You've got loads of mates. <laughs> At least five of us here. <laughs> and talk about them school mums, Mark. Nice school mums. I'm trying to go That's one of my favourite Fucking hell. I fucking love school mums. Me, when I go to drop kids off, I'm like, hi. hi. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Oh, lovely words. They all know Thank who you. I am, unfortunately. Thank you, mate. Sorry for ruining that with school mums. <laughs> love them. Has said, Greetings, modern escapists, and congratulations on the centenary. Yes, unless that is the right word. Uh, you asked for our favourite moments, and I'm duty-bound to mention your crossover with the sequelizers first, because I might not have found you without it. Good episode. Beyond that, however, both your podcasts have been great since I started listening. You obviously know how quickly I ploughed through Score Cheap, and the whole campaign has been genuinely gripping. But I'll point specifically to episodes 14 and 15 as the end of season one. <laughs> yeah, uh, That was Dragon Dildo situation. <laughs> uh, 22 and 23 for the big plot development and 26 for the fact that you managed to turn D&D into Resident Evil temporarily. It's frightening. So that, 22 though. and 23 were when Candy and uh, Biggie were taken. Yep. Took. And yes, and 26 was uh, the one where I, 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 I tortured Oodles for a bit. Again, an the listeners won't realise that he was pumping horror music into my ears. <laughs> I know what we're saying. I'm like, I'm getting scared. I was frightened. My my room's dark as it is. And I'd, I kept seeing, like, my kids use the ensuite and sneak through. And I kept seeing, like, figures, little white figures. I'm like, I'm frightened. And he's putting music in my ears. It's awful. And you couldn't hear that in the edit because you just put a normal thing, didn't you, in the background? I, put, I just put the normal music it on the background. It was so scary. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wanted to use that music in the edit, but I couldn't get a royalty-free version of it, oh, so I had to put, find something else. Fucking Frank, I'm like, he's like, he's over there. I'm like, oh, he's over there. <laughs> a character that I created was frightening me. <laughs> well, that's what you get for putting characters into the campaign. Um, I might, I might try and do more video game parodies as we go through and like try and just do I, the mechanics. It, the, anyway. the, yeah, they're good. It's good, good episodes then. Uh, on the modern escapism side, your Britain's best crips, crisp showdown was hilarious, <laughs> yep. and the follow-up with your showbiz correspondent Walker McCoy during the Biggie mm, Awards. Love that man. And I'd definitely be up for more of these tournament bracket episodes if you can come up with enough candidates to run them on different subjects. We've got a plan for another. Episode, yeah, episode eighty-seven's gaming press events <laughs> were great too, and I'm still waiting for <laughs> a follow-up news on Candy's event being ready to launch. <laughs> the dangerous Aside one. From the po- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The one where only 100 people can turn up and it's <laughs> being funny. That's right, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And they had a zip wire. <laughs> but he's not allowed to go. And there was a Todd Howard kissing booth. What was it? How do you, how do you, yes. how do you get this? Oh, you just apply for it through Pringles or something, wasn't it? Just... <laughs> <laughs> Monster energy. Aside from the podcast content, I'd also like to give a shout out to the Discord server. Uh, there's some really lovely people in there yeah. and I genuinely recommend it to anyone who listens to the podcast and hasn't already joined. Thank you, Zeps. I think they're all horrible bastards in there. <laughs> no. I love them really love uh, Best Boy Angry Kurt congratulations on hitting 100 episodes it's been a delight to list to you over the past couple of years there's been quite a few games and films and even books I've discovered through the podcast that I would have never tried otherwise but the best thing has been the friends I've made along the way and oh. uh, in your guys and in the audience highlights include Black Swan Greece what rem- is it Greece or Greece Greece Greece, Greece. Yeah. Um, What Remains of Edith Finch Requiem for a Dream my book. Aww. Yeah, your book's great. And Rendezvous with Roma. Yes, but uh, there, there boy, were some man. low lights though, like Rocky. 
You were what? doing so well, Kurt. You were doing so well. <laughs> in terms of favourite moments, there was the moment where Oodles was defending grinding in games <laughs> using examples of games which didn't feature grinding. Shut up, Kurt. Let's not get onto that again. And I did find it very entertaining, though. There's also the time I tuned in specifically to watch Oodles get to that twist in Bioshock and see his reaction, and it was yeah. worth it. I just can't believe I, I weren't told that. I just, uh, and I, I, I dishonoured that stream by getting drunk a few days later and finishing it, the game off screen. <laughs> I know. I so dishonoured it. I've still got the other two to, to pump out eventually. To be fair, you got to the main part after that. The end boss is shit. It yeah. goes a bit downhill. I still yeah. I, I think the game's sensitive. I think it's flawless. That game. Oh, it's brilliant. That Fking guy said, I like it when people do a biggie in the Nexus. Means I'm not alone in the world when it comes to doing absolutely nothing all week. <laughs> it's always in. That wallpaper engine. Specific moments I'm crap with remembering those. The contentiousness of the whole crisp tournament stands out for me, though. It needs to be a regular thing as those spicy crisp gimmicks won't stand the test of time. I said do this. We need to, do we need to re-crisp the crisps? Well, Oodles has found the Scampi and new ones as well. The, the, oh. Scampi and Lemon and those Fiery Prawn. Yeah. Yeah. There was a clear winner, but we don't need to change history. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I, I, we've got. We, I'm all board. I'm all aboard the winner because that was going to be my choice for Candy took it. So I'm, I'm, I'm willing on that, Candy. Yeah, oh, it's a fantastic crisp. I still, eat, I, if you see them, you can rarely find them, but when I do see them, mm. grab them. But fiery prawn, man, and scampi and lemon, man, they are game changers. And then fiery what's yeah, it? Um, I didn't oh, believe fiery it. Fiery what's it's a good man. Fuck! They are good. I just like, I just do, like the fact that in the Chris one, me and Candy coming. bought everything we could do sat eating. Yeah. <laughs> I think my yeah. blood pressure had, raised many. by you, at least you, three points that it, week. Stig had that many. He brought them to Newcastle and we just sat and ate them before we went out. I left them at Gadget's house. <laughs> yeah. And I finished them when I was on over. Oh, so good. So good. The, the, the delightful DJ is coming with DSC GOB. Mm. We all remember what that means. Uh, I worked it out straight away, and you guys that were our, like, oh, that's, that's our initials. Yes, <laughs> Stig, Candy, Gadget, Oodles. Oh Dibbs, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong that's order. The third time he's written in with that. Wrong order. <laughs> anyway, congrats on hitting 100 episodes. An incredible feat for a podcast where so much effort, time, and quality editing is invested. Not like Snugcast. True. No, um, they just sit, they just sit in the pub and get pissed. It's such a good show. I do, I do like Snowcast. Emmy has become a must-listen for me, and I love that your, your interpersonal dynamics and the open embrace you have for all people of all variations. My Emmy highlight is very simple. A year ago yesterday, I had a life-changing accident, as you may know. Mm-hmm. I spent weeks in the hospital afterwards without access to visitors or much human interaction besides the staff on the ward. During this period, the Emmy streams on Twitch became incredibly important to me and allowed me to escape the shit reality of my surroundings. I love everything you do. Keep it up, you glorious gee bags. We are gonna. I'm gonna commit to doing more streams. Like I I really enjoyed other week when I did that. Biggie dies needs to come back. I enjoyed me impromptu. Who wants to be a millionaire? (laughs) I I sat at home, working from home. I just had that on the. had that on in the background, listening to doodles. I lost on the 300 question. (laughs) We were watching it at work. I'm going on with nothing. That, that, it, what, yeah, you said you had it on the screen. Yeah. Posh guy, didn't he? He was just like, he, he was just like, oh, I am the, I am the best. So... I'm the, I'm the most handsomest. And I was like, I loved him. Hell. I loved him. I'm going to do more of that. Okay, Kieran, we've got Kieran in here. Good hey, guy. Escapers and family. Shamefully, I'm many episodes behind at this point, but I thought I ought to send a little note to the podcast and the community surrounding it, and a bit of feedback for the 100th episode. Well, after Biggie gave me a nudge, anyway. And in my defence, I watched a bunch of your live streams, so you can't quite write me off as a fake fan yes. just yet. No. He's one of the founding the fathers community- as well. Mm. 
Yeah. The community that has been created around the pod is one of the best online and offline. Uh, best online and offline communities that I've ever been a part of. So many nice, funny, and supportive people in both the cast and the listeners, and there are clearly a lot of folks who feel the same way. I've made some great friends, started playing D&D, and found something to do yep. when I can't be asked doing anything responsible. Discord yes. is great, isn't it? Oh, it's the best. When we were fairly deep into lockdown last year, I got into a conversation with a few people I didn't know and decided I wanted to be part of a podcast. Yeah. It wasn't last year. <laughs> it was uh, it was two years ago, Kieran. Yeah. It was a flat circle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was something so far out of my comfort zone, I decided, fuck it, I'll give it a go. I might have been drunk. I was definitely drunk. He was good. I loved him, man. Uh, I think I was only in two episodes, and I really did enjoy doing it, but I decided it wasn't something for me, and I was happy that I'd tried something new, and I'm still really grateful for the opportunity. The passion you had back then for putting something really cool together was clear, and it seems to have only increased in the following 98 episodes and the rest. Anyway, I promise I'll catch up or at least start listening from episode 100 onwards. And lastly, but mostly, I apologise to Oodles for saying I thought he was 38 on that first episode and for saying that Divinity Original Sin 2 wasn't like D&D in the second. Yeah. Those two things definitely don't keep me up at night. <laughs> yeah, you were wrong, mate. You were wrong. I'm the youngest. And I've just I've just lived a life, mate. That's why I look old. <sighs> Plus you sleep on your face and work with chemicals. and Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Debbie Punk has come in saying, Hello, <laughs> monopsonistic. Esharatox. I like that. That's the first time he's got me. I did my best with that I thought one. you were speaking in tongues. <laughs> I thought it was Klingon. Um, <laughs> my, but it has been a while. You all look fantastic, and a little blue birdie told me that you were finally celebrating your big one-ton episode. Yeah, Where does the time go? Feels like only yesterday you grew out like a fungal toenail out of the TCGS disco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck yeah. laughs> That's so disgusting. I've just, I've just seen the next paragraph. Get, yeah, it gets like worse. Like a Veruca. <laughs> no, no, it gets worse. Oh, no. Top, a top moment? I really like the Lolita review. <laughs> no, you didn't. Fan of... <laughs> you didn't. You fucker. I've always been a fan of cringe comedy, and I swear I could make out squirming in seats over the microphones. Mine and, ma- mine and Gadget's open. face. If, you could, if that were videoed, we would just... Even though we weren't looking at each other, we were looking at each other through the webcam. Like, yeah. what is happening? Basking in the awkward pauses, pinching my nipples with perverse glee. <laughs> You've never topped this moment, and it's been floundering down the spiral. Right. You're so right. So right. Apart from that, it would have to be Do Dragon's Dream a Scored Sheep? I know. A whole other podcast is your favourite Emmy moment. What an aching ball bag. Delete his email. No. Hear me out. Never in my days would I have ever considered tuning into a D&D podcast. I always thought D&D was like masturbation. Probably a great way to spend a rainy afternoon with some close friends. <laughs> Why would I ever want to sit and listen to that? <laughs> well, I had my eyes open and my ears probed, and as your episodes of mutual audio masturbation entertained me greatly. My heart was in my throat as Biggie attempted to emulate Tarzan for a second time. I wanted to shoot him my down. Hoop- Giggle my hoop off as Stig tossed off the bear and dear sweet candy being the emotional counsellor to the party whenever their little brains required a factory reset. It was as if Ab Fab had stepped into this world. I love that description. We need to put that on a poster. Oh, that's cool. And who could, could forget the beautiful DM gadget? He who has been flexing his gigantic, impressive imagination biceps through the entire series. A truly impressive feat. You should all be proud. He hates his job. Your Marvel Patreon episodes are a pile of pish and you should be doing more material like the RRR review that made Stig big in India. <laughs> where the average height <laughs> the average height is five foot eight five point eight feet for men. Will we ever get a conclusion to Too Fab yes. Too Curious? Yes. No. Will Biggie ever finish Dark Souls? Maybe. <laughs> Will Candy ever appear on What the Fuck Do You Want? Who knows? 
Will Gadget ever stream a daily cage game in its entirety? No. No. <laughs> Will Stig ever have an uneventful Christmas no. stream? No. <laughs> Needless, unwarranted, and petty nitpicking aside, thank you for the constant entertainment during the last 100 episodes. You have no idea how comforting it is to have you all occupying my ear holes every week, helping face whatever lies ahead. I know, I, ca- I know it can't always be easy, but every episode is appreciated. Your hard work is never forgotten. You have supported me greatly when starting my own show on a technical and emotional level. Your kindness will never be forgotten. The world is a better place for having you pack of delightful cards <laughs> on it. I shall be in touch before the 200th episode. Your sardonic admirer, Christopher the Debbie Punk. Brackets, get fucked. Aww. Sweetheart. Such yeah, a way with words. Very nice email. Apart from that little <laughs> thing about the Marvel episodes. He's a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> The lad, the lad doesn't like Marvel. Or me. Perfect. Doesn't have to That's listen to him, does he? Uh, and call them pish. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> we're, going to, we're on the home streak. We've got two two more of these left, and I can rest my voice for a bit. Uh, Nimrod Hicks has come in with Dear Minor Relation. Yeah, okay. Six out of ten, that one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I couldn't really think of a highlight. It's more of a flat line of being mildly but not overly entertaining for 99 reasonably decent episodes of fairly interesting content. <laughs> I use your dulcet tones to keep me on a nice even level. Not bored, but not overstimulated. Just Fair mad. enough. <laughs> I'll take it. I applaud your middling efforts of can't really be asked. Just do enough to keep your head above water. Oh, it's a work ethic to be proud of. I'm sure Punk wrote this. Um, I love the stability of the fact that the show has hardly changed from the beginning and has continued to remain fairly static throughout. If I had to be pushed for highlight, it would be that time Biggie said that joke, but was talked over so no one heard him. Keep ploughing the middle road. Here's to another five, maybe six episodes. <laughs> Love to all Nimrod Hicks. What a bastard. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. One out of ten, wouldn't recommend. No. Yeah, he probably okay. gave us that one-star review. Probably him. Right. <laughs> Good we've luck. Got, we've Good got luck. the last one. <laughs> yeah. We've, 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 we've got a wall of text. Of course it is. Did this come in on email, email or was this over Twitter? She finally, finally used the He's right... Too many characters, okay. probably. Okay, but I'm I'm not seeing much in the way of punctuation. So let's they see. They don't have that goes. in Wales. No, they don't. No. They got running water last year. <laughs> when they got consonants as well, uh, they don't have vowels, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I can say that I've got Welsh blood. Not racist. Not Welsh. Just in a jar next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not mine. <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> anyway. Timmy Nighty Cat says, Happy one hundredth birthday, everyone. You're officially old. Just an update, the magpie is still on the loose and he's been named Jerry. What the fuck? What? Did I miss something there? What, what, what about a magpie? I don't know what um, she's talking about. Did you... Did you... Did you nope. She's so nope, weird. Move on. Okay. <laughs> I started listening to the podcast when Candy joined because she's a mate and all and anything she says is good, I generally agree. Same. Well, this time she what? was wrong. The podcast is not good. It has cost me a fortune because of the things I've purchased as a result <laughs> of listening. Brackets, D20 dice set, games, books, tickets to events, cinema tickets, to name a few. What about it t-shirts? What about hats? What about fucking it has cost me... coasters? <laughs> it has cost me time. Each podcast is like two hours long, and since Candy's edition, I have had to listen to them all in full, alongside pummeling hours into countless recommended series on Netflix, Prime, and Disney+. Plus. Not to mention reading all the books I have been recommended, and not to mention my hours on Elden Ring and Gadget's guided tour of uh, Leonie of the Lakes. And the hours and hours spent on the Discord server discussing anything from what is meant by a twink to what a ring job actually is. Not a plumbing term like I thought. And then everything in between. 
The pod has introduced me to some really odd people, some of who, brackets whom, with five question marks, I have spent hours and hours and hours talking to, met up with in real life, contrary to what my mum taught me, not everyone you meet online is a rapist. (laughs) And now I have the honour of calling some of those ME people my friends. I have cried in response to some of the stuff in the Discord and the pod, actual tears. There have been times I've laughed so much my eyeliner has run, I look like a Picasso painting in the rain. Thanks for that. Yeah. I also had heartbreaking conversations with people from the group who have reached out and comforted me in some of my darkest hours when my struggles with my infertility have left me with nowhere else to turn. Mm. This last year has been the worst of my life. Realising I'm not going to have my own children and then having a miscarriage of three months has broken me in ways I can't express. But sat in a hospital, hooked to a drip, in labour, terrified of what's to come, I found myself still smiling at the bizarre humour and gifts floating around the Discord server, feeling comforted by the countless ME people giving me virtual hugs and love. That really was my darkest hour and you all really did help me get through it. So thanks for that. I've never felt really felt like I fit in. I've always been the outcast and the weird <laughs> one of my group of friends. You're still kind of the weird one to yeah, us. Yeah. Um, whether that be my love for T- Totoro and the cat bus, weird tasting games, um, demonic lambs that make villagers shit themselves. Hello, right up my street. Okay. Or off the wall and sometimes morbid sense of humor that puts people off. I've often found it difficult to make friends and feel accepted. Listening to the pod and joining the Discord, I realise there are other misfits out there. And you, actually, if you ram us all together, we make a very crap but very fun, interesting, fun and interesting jigsaw puzzle. Like the one you find in the charity shop of like a picture <laughs> of fruit or something with some pisses missing, missing, but you end up finding a fiver stashed in the box. So no, the pod isn't good. It's been my home for the last year and I'm so proud to be part of it. Keep the show going, fellas. It's kind of bussin'. I love yeah, lots of love and cutches. So love that, Enos. Bussin'. <laughs> She's she's a sweetheart, but she's such a fucking. That time you got her in the. (laughs) That's what we love, though. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. uh, We're all. That time you got her in the Discord mining for gravy was just incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I I had a backstory and everything. I got pictures. (laughs) I love her for that. The gravy veins. She's she's so she's so innocent as well. We've kind of ruined a lot of her innocence. I don't think I don't think she's innocent. No. I don't see it. I don't see it. There's a sinister air about her. She's the worst of all of us, probably. She just wants us to say it. Yeah. That was lovely. Really heartfelt um, email as well. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. From everyone. Thank you. Yes, that's all all the feedback we've got, and I'm going to go rest my voice now. Excellent. Thank you very much. And as always, links to all our extracurricular activities are in the show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. And please consider becoming a patron to help support our endeavour. Next episode, we've got a guest on, haven't we, Steve? We do. Oh, who? Oh, oh. <laughs> you asked me for his details the other day. I thought you were doing it. <laughs> no, uh, you got him. We got Kevin Mann on from he's from the Attitude Era podcast, How to Wrestling and Simonus Swirl. Uh, seeing as though it's careers month next, the next month. Yeah, uh, we thought we'd yep. get someone who has actually made a career out of podcasts, taking it from a hobby and a passion project, and made it a full-time job and career. So Kevin's going to be coming on. He's hilarious. I love him. He's one of those. He's a podcast I've been listening to since I started listening to podcasts. So excited to have yeah. him on. And we're hey. going to be and just... lo- loads of wrestling chat for Biggie. Yeah, no, we'll keep the wrestling Fair chat to a minimum. Don't worry. <laughs> it's going to be more about it, creative sides, and we're yeah. going to talk about what we kind of like to do creatively if we could, if we could, and things like that, and chat to him about his experience with taking a podcast and running with it. Really, yeah, being a success. Mm. 
But yeah, if uh, uh, dear listener, if you've got any questions about that, feel free to fire them in to us um, at modernescapism.co.uk using the feedback form. Um, just if you might not know him, but ask him how he's doing. Do you know what I mean? Ask him, ask him the questions you want to know about someone that doing his passion or work. Imagine that. Imagine actually liking your job. Fucking hell, imagine. Oof. But yes, that has been our technically 101st episode, but we're calling it our 100th episode. Thank you, my good friends, my co-hosts, my family. For I can't believe we've got 200. I use the Kill Podcast, mate. I use it shoot them. Cow gun them. But I, I, without getting upset and crying happy tears, thank you for just saying, yeah, really yeah, it's really good. I'm going to end the show before I get sad. Um, patrons, meet us in the green room. I won't be crying, I promise, but... I might. <laughs> we are going to celebrate yeah. our 100th episode in person as well. We are meeting up, and it's going to be a more of an extravaganza. This is a bit more subdued. Just like I said, we're masturbating. Oh, I've, this I'm episode, fully to... blown my load after all those emails. Lovely yeah. words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But th- no, thank you for everyone it's good. emailing in. I really appreciate it after so much. Big E went on a... Badgering. I have stopped. Uh, campaign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really appreciate it. We're reprimanded by HR. By the yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you very much. And um, patrons, we'll see you in a few seconds. But everyone else, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We'll see you in the next episode. Good you night. finished the pod. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs>
And last, but by no means least, please welcome her debut as an official full-time cast member of Modern Escapism, finally doing something with her life that her family can be proud of. It's Candy Machine. <laughs> All right, Babbers. Oh my god! Oh my candy! That's more guy expected. I didn't even watch the woman's response. I was watching candy then. Look at it Yeah, 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 yeah. He comes up saying, I've got good news, I've got bad news. Well, everyone knows I like my dessert first. And then and he after the good, that, he says, Give, give me the veggies. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, and things inevitably go tits off. Tits up, tits off. Tits off for the lads. Tits off. That bad. That bad. off for the lads. Just lobbing tits off left, right, and centre. Now is he? The tits off killer. Well, we're not talking about me because we're talking about things that have aged badly. Oh, yeah. To the point (laughs) of milk. I mean, no one likes that milk. To the point of milk. To the point of milk. <laughs> to the point. You know it's, what it's I mean. Like, it's like milk that's been left out, you dingbat. You know what I mean. <laughs> to the point of milk. Because <laughs> no one likes milk that's gone off. The point of milk sounds like a Dan Brown novel. <laughs> Not such what, a great... What, 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 what age have you reached? The point of milk. Oh my God.